Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. Happy Monday to you, America. It's another another week. Here we go, another week. It's never dull, especially during Pride Month, right? So I call it Humility Month. I have taken the rainbow back on behalf of my faith because that was God's first promise to us and His Shekinah glory that He would never again flood the earth. So, I do not mean any disrespect for people who otherwise align with homosexuality, but, you know, the rainbow started with us. So, uh, it's never dull. As I said, Twitter and social media has literally been on fire all weekend about trans twerking, trans mania, all things sexualizing of children, children stuffing dollar bills like adults would in a strip club, for trans uh, sexual transvestites, we used to call them transvestites. We're going to have to ask my special guest what happened to that. But now it's like transsexuals, uh, you know, trans people. And so I, for the past few weeks, I have hosted very serious conversations and spaces around this from parents who have been fighting indoctrination in schools all over the country, both uh, private and public. Okay. Uh, communities, churches who are now signing on with this as well. Uh, just last week, I hosted the entire week was regarding Pride Month and how that relates to me and my faith, how I address that as a Christian, as a loving Christian, right? Who does, who does not subscribe to every wind of doctrine. And I can actually do both. And so can you if you're a Christian. So I have my spaces up today for those of you who are on my in my podcast world. Uh, I also have people on Twitter who are in the space. I have people on YouTube who are clearly very excited about chiming in. Welcome. Happy to have you guys here. But I was super thrilled when I got a DM right before I came on saying, hey man, I want to come on and talk about this. Uh, I'm going to share this guys. I'm going to share this with you guys. So This is what sparked this conversation. Uh, Okay, here we go. Ready? So Tim Young, for those of you who are not familiar, go follow Tim right now. He is hilarious, all right? He's at Tim Runs His Mouth on Twitter. I don't know what his Facebook handle is. He'll tell us in a minute if he's still on that Shycom. He's an author, host, comedian, Washington Times columnist, Sirius XM Patriot personality. He's a bourbon expert, but I bet you I could challenge him to that. And he's president and founder of something that I absolutely love, and you will too. You should positively go check this out. It's called ID's across america.org just check out the landing page i think you'll really appreciate it ids across america.org so tim tweeted uh not long ago quote we just want to be treated like normal people end quote says the drag queen twerking in front of a toddler at what is typically a 21 and over bar with a neon sign behind them that reads it's not gonna lick itself right so tim welcome to my show buddy how are you 
I'm all right. By the way, that IDs across America thing. So like I've had that running. I have a thousand volunteers that are signed up for it. We've, nobody's ever asked uh, to get an ID, but I'm willing to even pay for people's <laughs> IDs if they need one. So I don't even know. Like I haven't even really developed the website because who cares? Like, I mean, I have a thousand volunteers literally across America ready to go uh, for for anybody who can't. Because we're told this is a this is a, an this is endemic, a thing. right? That yes. Nobody can get. Nobody knows how to vote. Nobody knows how to get IDs. Uh, all these uh, poor minorities have no clue what they're doing with their lives. We're told this by the left. And right. uh, so I'm here to fix that problem. And uh, I've had no, nobody's contacted us. So. That is very philanthropic of you. I, I'm very <laughs> proud of you. Now, I'm surprised, like, I live in Georgia with Stacey Abrams and her entire enterprise. So her her queendom. So I'm surprised, no pun intended, Waffle for this down. conversation, that uh, I'm surprised that she hasn't reached out to you. No, So no one from the left has reached out to you about needing an ID. No, no. no and I'm stunning and brave and I'm surprised she hasn't reached out for me uh, <laughs> to, to help uh, get people their IDs. I mean, again, like uh, the, there are all these problems and she takes lots of money for this, but I've never seen one instance of her getting somebody an ID either. I've never seen her like helping or somebody from an organization of hers helping somebody get a, an ID. Uh, obviously, if this is such a problem, you know, it's sort of like climate change, right? I mean, they're, they're right. collecting millions and millions of dollars to fix a problem that isn't there. Exactly. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Speaking of problems that really are there, okay. I retweeted your tweet, and now we're here. So, where are you on this entire trans, uh, just craziness going on right now with the indoctrination um, of children? Well, I've told uh, all. I have a couple of friends who are gay, and I've told them, and and actually had a couple of prominent uh, Republicans who were gay reach out to me after my rants over the weekend, and they're like, "You're right on this." If they don't stand up against this twerking nonsense in front of kids and this actual grooming of children, which is what this is, they are going to lose their rights. The The reaction to this is going to be greater than their inaction right now, and I think they need to get ready for it. I've been saying for the longest time, by the time we're finished with uh, the Biden administration and which way they're trying to swing this pendulum, when Republicans get back in and conservatives, legitimate conservatives get back in, we're going to end up being more conservative than Saudi Arabia, which is bad for me. Because, you know, porn's probably going to get banned on in this road and this reaction. And that's most of my social life. <laughs> well, I'm laughing, but most conservative, most conservatives would blame porn for exactly how we got here. Why, why, why we're yeah. here right now. Well, it's part of it. It's part of it. But I mean, I, you know, I, I actually, you know, a couple of years ago, I, I tweeted about this the other day, too. A couple of years ago, I would have told you that like pedophile rings and um, all that nonsense that we heard about forever was just a conspiracy theory. And now I'm like, oh, wait, who isn't a pedophile on the left? Who isn't supporting grooming on the left? Like, there are less people on the left, like, speaking out against this. Like, what is going on? Like, Bill Maher spoke out against this stuff, like, Thank two you. weeks ago because he was he was thrown by it. Yep. But, like, we need more of that because I guarantee you 95 to 97, probably even 99 percent of America are against this stuff. Everybody who does this should be in jail. Every person involved in that that twerking scene the other day with the it's not going to lick itself at the 21 over club, right. uh, they should all be in jail. Sure. No, I agree all with you. And I, I highlighted this. Angela Stanton King uh, sent me a video at like three in the morning from Fort Lauderdale months ago, probably about uh, eight months ago. And she's like, Monica what can we do to shine a light? She took on the club owner, parents, you know, she was like, what are you doing? These are children who are on stage collecting dollars like strippers. What is happening right now? And it's after hours. So there's really no excuse for a child to be out in that. But how much of this do you lay at the feet of parents? Oh, all of it, all of it. It, It's, they don't, they should not have 
uh, custody of their children, especially in this instance. And I've seen some people trying to defend this grooming by like showing like, uh, you know, taking toddlers and stuff to Hooters, which I think is just as bad, by the way. There's, right. there's, it's, it's in the same ballpark and nobody said that that isn't bad. They're, right. Both of them are awful. But, but again, if we rank the behavior that we're seeing in both instances, you're not th- putting dollars in thongs and these girls aren't, aren't granted it's inappropriate for children, but they're not like stripping in front of you. Right. And there's nothing on the wall there that says it's not going to lick itself. You know, there's just, there are levels to this and trying to put it one for one is ridiculous. Right. And it's just really outing a lot of people as pedophiles or, or groomers, which to me, again, five years ago, you bring this to me. I don't believe we're having this conversation. Sure. I don't, I'm like, this is a conspiracy. This is crazy. No, there's a pedophile problem in America. And there's a groomer problem in America and, and lives of TikTok. I don't know. All she does is sit on TikTok all day long. I, I was one of her first national. I think I was her first national interview, actually. Okay. And um, all she does is sit online all day long. And you can find examples of this all day long of teachers talking about openly right. talking about grooming. Like, I mean, it's it's so insane. There is a major, major problem. Yeah. And yes, sure. Porn, porn is part of it. I think there. I think that this is one of those things where people who were molested at some point then continue on and believe that to be normal behavior. Right. You know, not having a, a solid family at home is a problem of it. Getting away from Christianity. Another thing that, honestly, a couple of years ago, I'm like anybody can have any faith, and you know, and I and I'm okay with all of that. But now I'm even to the point, you know, and and I was I would consider myself like libertarian. I was a libertarian, probably almost a left leaning Republican, even okay. though I always believe in you know, it's always like. Uh, liberal when it comes to social issues, even right. religion. And, I, and I'm a devout Christian. Now I'm like, no, nope, no more. Right. You guys were right the whole time. People like Monica Matthews, right? The entire time. <laughs> Christianity is the core of this nation. Christianity is what keeps people together. God is what is holding everything Amen. together. That's what we were built on. The The fact that these people have no morality, they don't have religion. They don't have God in their lives. They don't have Jesus in their lives. Like all this stuff. It's like, right. it all starts there and it's crumbling down. And uh, and it's it, we're in a really scary place. And I'm not sure what the, re- the resolution is. I mean, if we uh, to be honest with you, and, and I hope you don't get banned from anything when I say this, but like I'm shocked we haven't seen violence yet. Oh, I am, too. Um, because I am I'm hearing from people who are super Christian, super conservative, very nice old ladies yeah. who are like uh, they I had a lady last night who's 65 years old, a friend of mine who was like. I feel like getting something and going and like smashing the window at that place. And I'm like, right. If you're thinking that, right. There are people much more extreme than you. Right. And, and I'm just shocked again, when you have people too outside, like, uh, and, sorry, I'm like, uh, this is what no, you get when you bring on like a radio host and a talker. I'll just talk for 20 <laughs> I love it. Go. Matter of fact, um, I'm going to ISO you and you just go for broke, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Go, hey, look, there we go. Sorry. You go take a bathroom break. Uh, when you have, when you have, Antifa outside, like we saw the other day, Alex uh, Stein, I think it's Alex Stein, uh, was the guy who was outside yes. um, kind of reporting and, and they're outside protecting this. No, no more. No more. Th- th- these people, they don't deserve rights. They don't deserve to live in our country with us. They deserve to be in jail, period. And uh, I really like that Alex, instead of like getting pushed around, ripped the one guy's mask off in one of the videos. He ripped off the mask. I think you should rip off all those masks. Um, you know, honestly, I'd be OK if uh, all of their information got shared because they're freaking pedophiles and they're, and they're being they're violent and pedophiles. So, you know, these are people who want me and, and you and somebody else to cancel because we make a joke or we say something that's conservative. They don't want us to have work. Okay. Well, 
openly defending groomers. What what happens to them? It's time to fight back. Yeah, I I agree with you. You mentioned you mentioned something earlier. Well, let me let me say this. One of the reasons why I host these conversations, some people think, oh, you're fanning the flames. No, I'm not. If anything, I'm hoping that these conversations will provide an outlet for people to come forward and express how they feel so you don't have the pearl-clutching cr- grandmama, you know, show up. Uh, in a violent capacity at one of these clubs or stalking people uh, because I'm surprised I'm, I'm right there with you. I mean, the feds have worked overtime to stoke whatever false flags they're going to within for, you know, toward the base. We know that coming up on the midterms and this kind of takes the cake where children are concerned, but I got to tell you, I am pleased that people are as um, vocal about it as they are now, which is why I want them to, and they're as engaged because they now see through people like yourself. I've been bringing on parents who I just had an eight hour space on Twitter the other day, uh, as well as, you know, four hours worth of show material. I did an episodic uh, regarding parents who have either thought the system had to run from child protective services because they're attempting to indoctrinate their kids at school behind their backs or parents who uh, did transition their children. And it's heartbreaking because you listen to this and you go, what has happened to us? Or I'm sure you've seen Matt's, you know, movie. uh, What is a woman? That was mind blowing to me that we have mental health professionals who cannot tell you that a woman is a woman and a man is a man also transitioning our little babies. You said something interesting a minute ago, and I've said this for years, so I might be right about this too, and I hope not. But you said it's going to be, you know, we could be looking at like a Saudi Arabia type, you know, attitude toward the homosexual community at large if they don't stand up. And I'm telling you right now, I don't think you're wrong about that. And that that should that should scare that entire that should be a sobering reminder to that community of just how hard won and fought their rights were. I'm not talking about my faith right now. I'm talking about civil liberties in this country that every yep. person deserves. Period. It's already been assigned by our founding fathers and God above. So everyone deserves to be treated equally with protection. That's why I don't believe in special protective classes. All of us should be protected by the Constitution. I know you agree with that. So what does that yeah. look like? What what take that take that a little further about, you know, what um, should the gay community be focused on with regard to their legislators right now in dealing with this? They need to be out there protesting these this grooming stuff and, and the stuff that's happening with kids and say that it has no place in pride festivals and whatever else that's going on. They need to be out there saying no more nudity. Uh, and public exposure at these things. So what's going to happen? And and you'll see this. And I, I, I've been saying this for a while. And, and again, like had conversations over the weekend with this. You'll see like a state like Mississippi will be the first one. Right. And it'll it'll be like, all right, well, uh, first we're going to ban, you know, drag activities. Then we're going to like have criminal penalties for anything, you know, extra criminal penalties for just simple things that kids might be involved in. And then I think they go after gay marriage and they repeal gay marriage. And I think that that is, I think that's where this goes. I I just think when you're, when you're connecting this all with pride month and you're allowing it to happen, Mm -hmm. it's, and when you involve people's kids, you saw what happened in Virginia, how dramatic of a shift that was. That's right. 
That's right. Now you're screwing this and it's, it's, it's attached. Yes. They have to detach this. There is no, there, you know, take whatever stupid stripe might be on that stupid pride flag off for pedophiles or whatever you want to call it. Right. Like the plus it's got to go because you're going to see, you will see. And I use Mississippi, not because, you know, they're South or whatever, but because they always seem to be like the one that's like the first one to ban, like go ultra conservative on social issues. Right. And it'll slide right through. Wow. I mean, this is, it's going to happen. That's so I don't see how it doesn't. Hey, do you have a minute to take some um, people who are over here in the space who are in the space who might have questions for you? Sure. Do it. Awesome. Okay. All right. Chris, who do we have up first? <clears throat> so um, just as a reminder for everybody in the speaker space, if you want to speak, please raise your hand. Otherwise we'll move through. We do have a queue. Um, first up is Gabs. Hey, Gabs, did you have a question for uh, Tim or a comment? Uh, maybe we lost Gabs. <laughs> That's okay. okay. She'll be back. Okay. So let's go to Jason, uh, if you don't mind. Jason. Oh, you know what? People, there you go. Everybody was muted. Yeah. yeah Hello. Whatever. Gabs is like, Gabs is like, you're not leaving me out of this conversation. <laughs> wait, wait. That's right. <laughs> okay. We know girl. Okay. What do you got? We got Tim. Young. What? We got Tim young in the house. Y'all have got to ask some questions. Let's, let's ISO Tim again. <laughs> this is the Tim show. I love it. So by the way, I'm in Louisville right now uh-huh. for the month taping a bourbon podcast with the former founder of angels envy. Um, that's one of the merch hats that we're doing. And, uh, and I was and not, and I was, all the heads of the distillers here. and I was not invited to this. I mean, I'm the bird. Don't no. you need a chick? Don't you need a chick, a female face? No, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a known misogynist. I hate women. I think they have smaller <laughs> brains. And so you're not welcome on any project that I work on. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> you know, it's, I'm, I'm everything that I'm being accused of, you know, every time all these name calling things and whatever, that's, I'm, I'm all of it. I'm every phobe. I'm every ist. Oh, exactly. Well, that means that you're probably somewhere on DHS's le- list right next to me. Perfect. Oh, well, I did get a phone. Look, they called me. You know, the FBI called me for, I was, I filmed eight minutes outside of uh, January 6th and the FBI called me. I made the agent laugh a bunch, but like. Did they was- really? Mm-hmm. But no. they didn't come to your house like they did Brandon struck. So, no, I, okay. No, no I, I didn't go in or anything like that. And they know that I'm like, they actually asked me if I went, here's, here's like true story. They were like, so did you go to the event at the White House? I go, no. They're like, and you didn't march down the street? I was like, no. They were like, but you said that you t- you tweeted like you might like go for a walk with people. And I go, yeah, I, that was a lie. I, I was in my house. They're like, really? I go, it was cold. It was cold. I didn't want to be out in the cold. I could watch it from TV down the street. There you go. <laughs> See, when lying comes in handy. I love it. Well, that's what like, so... He like literally, and I, I went outside and I was like, literally, I taped for like eight and a half minutes outside the Capitol on the, the side of the Supreme Court. And, uh, and he's like, that's all you did. I go, yeah, don't you guys probably have my financials. I went like grocery shopping afterwards. I did not. Right. Right. Like follow the geo tracking signs of where Tim yeah, went that day. You guys knew, like they knew exactly. Like, yeah, it's like, come on. <laughs> but what he, he laughed too. So the, the agent, like, I go, he go, you, he was like, you didn't. I was like, no, I was called dude. I love it. I love it. Okay. Gabs, do you have anything to ask Tim? I do. Um, you know, okay. So, uh, I can't hear her. Can you hear her? Uh, t- Tim, you cannot hear her. 
Okay, that is really me. wild. I can hear you, but Tim's Tim was having like. Well, just audio. ask me what she asked. Okay, go ahead. So, uh, my name is Gabrielle Clark, and I filed the first federal lawsuit against indoctrination in America. And while I was while I was fighting that CRT lawsuit, I'm assuming she's asking was, if I'm single. I am. She is asking if you're single. <laughs> No, I am. Well, after this show, you I'm might not be. I'm looking for between 25 and 30, no oh, kids. I don't count. So I don't count. Neither one of us count. We're out. <laughs> okay, so Gabs is telling you, you know, I am i don't understand why this is not working, but I will tell you that she has filed the first federal well, lawsuit. Well, hang on. Let me tell you Let me tell you what he needs to do. What does he, he need needs to, to do? Put your, he needs to put your your thing on mute, That your, your stream yard on mute, and listen to you on, on the spaces. That's how you can, oh, you can know I see. everything. See, I haven't had this problem before with spaces and people. That's right. That's what I do. Oh, so put the stream yard on mute. Oh, he's not in the space. That's another reason why I can't hear you. He's only, yeah, yeah. yeah he's he live. The, okay. He has to All right. put the stream. Well, if he wants to hear us, he has to put the stream yard on mute and listen in the space. Oh, okay. Tim, do you even know how to get on a space? Since you're such a no. big, smart man. No, 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 I'm not doing, no. I'm oh, not. okay. All right. Well, I think I, have ju- I think I just found a, a deficiency in your manhood there, Tim. But, you know, we mm-hmm. won't hold that against you. Not getting on something on Twitter is not going to break me. Um, <laughs> anyway, Gabs, go ahead. Yeah. So now we know that we're hey, going to. Mon- Monica, yeah. real quick to help Gabs out. Is, are, you doing spaces so through a, are you doing spaces through a phone? Yes. I'm watching if spaces through a phone. Oh, no, no, not you, Gabs. I'm sorry. I meant Monica. Monica, are you running spaces through the phone to the soundboard? I am. Do you have the green button on the phone, on the soundboard on? I do. How about okay. now? What about what about the red one? I do not. <laughs> okay, yeah. He, Tim should be able to hear. That's what I thought. But he's also been having um, some technical difficulties, so I'm not really sure what's up with that. But, yeah, everything's green. I got my technology straight over here, y'all. I know what I'm doing. Tim's the one that doesn't know what he's doing on his phone, but that's okay. Gabs, what we're going to do is we're going to limit our time with Tim unless he has something else that he wants to add. But, Gabs, what is your – You're going to cut me off. I am going to cut you off unless you get your butt over on his face. Okay, what's the question, Gabs? So what what is what is going to happen in Texas with all with now that all of this is going on this morning um this morning one of the state representatives has put forth legislation to stop the drag queen uh drag shows for children Okay, so this morning, apparently, Tim, uh, someone in the Texas legislature put forth legislation to stop uh, drag queen performances for children. So, what is the what is the question? So, so I talked to Tim Paxton's office about it when it was happening. Uh, Okay, did you hear that, Gabs? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, what's Um, your question? Well, Tim Paxton's office is useless, but uh, (laughs) you know. Why do what I I guess what I really want to know is is when are the politicians and when are people going to understand that we already have legislation in place to protect our children? So she said, when are people? Is that your question? When are people going to understand that we already have legislation in place to protect children? Yes. And I mean, we do. Going to start it wasn't getting enforced the other day when cops were standing around. Right, well, that, okay, exactly. right. That's her point. And so, and, and, and that's kind of 
my point too, and for any of us who have been on the front lines of this conversation um, around the whole indoctrination of kids beginning with CRT, now it's crossed over, again, no pun intended, to this trans stuff, which ultimately we all know is going to lead to more of a transhumanistic uh, environment. And so what if no one's enforcing it, Tim, what the heck? I mean, what, what do we... What are we supposed to do? Are you saying that the gay community I, just needs to get loud about this and louder? Well, I, I think that's I think that's a part of it, but I also think that from my reaction from the people uh, I spoke with in Ken Paxton's office, uh, they aren't thrilled about it, and uh, I think something's going to be done about it. There, okay. There's we're there's enough outrage in Texas right now that I think something will be done about it, and and they're good conservatives who are at least in Paxton's office. I you know I can't speak to everybody in the legislature, but. Right. Um, but who was the one who put up the, uh, the legislation? Do you know? Gabs, who was that? The put up legislation? Uh, his name is Brian. I can't remember. Brian, um, uh, Slayton. Brian Slayton. Brian Slayton. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know him personally. Neither. But, uh, um, I'm, I'm it'll be, it'll be interesting. Um, cause I don't see how that doesn't pass and that doesn't get signed. But again, sure. it's already on the book. Like this kind of stuff, what they were doing. The it's other kind day, of election integrity. It's like election integrity all over again. I mean, again, uh-huh. I'm in the state of Georgia. People are super pumped about all the new election laws, right? That we didn't keep the first time around. But apparently with the same executive uh, branch in place, we're going to keep these laws. So, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, it's maddening. And it just it feels like the country is completely lawless. And we are a traveling dumpster fire of epic proportion. And But I would hope, and I know for a fact, we're going to get to some of these folks in a little bit, uh, the gay community at large is done with this. And so yeah. and I'm like, hey, I'm not going to say this is your tribe, right? If we're going to go all tribalistic, tribalism. But I am saying this is kind of like your people, your group of you know of folks in terms of they want to be a part of whatever this uh coalition is and and the alphabet stuff which i do not subscribe to at all uh but because i think people are worth more than that as i stated before tim came in uh but you know i said the same thing start marching wherever they are get outside I don't think they're very accepting of a lot of the trans stuff anyway. I, I used to work with a, a very liberal morning show host who was very flamboyant and uh, super gay dude. And uh, he hated trans people back in the day. He said it was mental illness. And I'm like, huh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and coming from this guy, like he, he one day, like he was venting to me and I was like, that's really interesting. I was like, are there a lot more people that think like that? He goes, yeah, I go, well, maybe you guys should get vocal. Well, see, and for me, I was raised... Uh, going to clubs after our clubs in the city of Atlanta, you know, as an adult where drag shows were hilarious. They were transvestites. They weren't, they weren't into kids. At least I didn't think so. Uh, you know, they weren't, there weren't kids in the club for God's sakes. You know, now these places are at supper clubs with families and I'm watching this, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's madness. It's, it is craziness. So yeah, that's why we're having the conversation, but I, there were two here yesterday. Monica. There were two there drag were two, shows in Texas. Two drag shows in Houston. Okay. Just in Houston. So yes. Gabs is saying that there were two drag shows in Houston. So yeah, I mean, wherever the conservative strongholds are, uh, you know, listen, you're 
people are, and I said this yesterday in a space, people are going to have to learn how to coalesce around things that really matter, like our borders, uh, you know, voting uh, integrity, election integrity, children, pretty important. So yeah, hey, thanks for that lovely uh, compliment. There's no greater compliment ever than for someone to tell me that my faith actually matters and makes a difference. So thank you. Well, hey, listen, John, Monica, I got to run. All right, dear. Uh, hey, Monica, and, before uh, he takes off, well, he, uh, can't, hear, he can't hear you, Chris. <laughs> so it's, it's just. I was yeah. going to ask him if he it's, could um, give a ta- his yeah. take on the Nike ad that's oh, promoting. Someone wants to know drag, can you give a take on the Nike ad that's promoting the Nike ad that is promoting drag stuff? For 13 year old drag queen. Sort of like they're marketing in trans underwear or whatever at like. At Target, like who's who's their who's their target audience? Like, is it woke white women? Because that's the only person I can think that would. It was. Like, it was. I really 13, think that that's the. Honestly, we can get friend. into this deeper maybe another time. But I think it's okay. woke white women that want to like prove something. Well, to their friends they're marketing. The he's saying that they're marketing toward you know thirteen year olds. So and they are. They are. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of like there with are trans the, ads that are set up on TikTok for uh, for teenagers too, and I think there something needs to be looked into on that. Agreed. Thank you, sir. Have a good enjoy the bourbon. Thank you. Have a good oh, one. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I have to cut back. It's the worst. So. <laughs> well, invite me next time. I can help consume some of it. We'll, we'll discuss that. Okay, we'll fine, that. fine. Thank you. All right, I'll see you ya. soon. Bye. Okay, guys. Okay, sorry for that. Uh, I've never had that happen before, but Tim was having uh, some technical issues. Let me get over here at my comments on, uh, on uh, where am I? There we go on um youtube i'll roll in so thank you tim young if you for those of you who are just now tuning in uh tim young comedian was with us tim runs his mouth at tim runs his mouth on twitter go follow him he's great he's hilarious as you can tell uh you know slightly irreverent which is what makes comedians uh funny to me and uh but he gets it clearly he's uh awake and you know what's interesting is like he said he was on the phone with kim paxton's office this morning you'd be surprised how many people in the entertainment space, you all think it's only the left that's involved in these conversations, uh, but it's not. There are people on the right who are on stages every night across this country. Uh, I can think of Chad Prather as one of them, ran for governor of Texas. He is heavily involved in political conversations. You just heard it from Tim Young. So, and many, many others. I'm also an entertainer. I'm also involved in politics. So you're not alone. Uh, but that was pretty cool that he could join us today. Uh, you know, it, it's such a uh, last minute. So, okay, let's move over to spaces and uh, see what's going on. I see lots of lovely faces in here who are really tired of all of this and they want to be heard. And so let's get on with it. Uh, Chris, who's, I think Jason, I think I called Jason up. <laughs> Monica, um, before we get to Jason, yeah. uh, we have Mel, who's part of the, uh, you know, LGBT, you know, the, the gay yeah. and lesbian. Um, she's on a very tight window, though. Oh, yeah. So I want to move her to the front real quick and go to Mel. Go for it. Okay. Hey, Mel. Hey, guys. How you doing? I'm sorry I'm coming in late to the space, but uh, maybe you can fill me on, in a little bit on what you guys have been talking about. But, um, you know, you guys know my feelings about this whole thing. Um, uh, and I'll just say this. I said it the other day in a space. Um, as a lesbian, I'm 55 years old. I am almost embarrassed to admit that I'm a lesbian because I just can't even fathom where this is going. And, um, I know I've listened to Gab's, uh, a lot and, uh, Monica and Chris, you know, we've talked about this extensively about having this whole thing with kids, you know, the TikTok issue, the trans issue. I mean, they're getting this all off of TikTok and other media, Snapchat, but you know, um, 
I'm disgusted. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just really to the point where I'm getting beat up on social media by one particular friend in general, but that just wants to keep her head in the sand, um, who, you know, says she's a conservative, but you know what I mean? <laughs> um, right. You know, so uh, if you guys have any questions or anything just from being in the lifestyle, feel free. But I just wanted to say, hey, because I've got about maybe 30 minutes or so to listen. And um, but yeah, um, thanks for having this space, Monica. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of where I stand. Yeah. You know, I'm just- well, you're welcome. And and you were, you know, a large part of why I said, you know what, screw it. Let's do it today. Uh, because I heard that the anguish in your voice yesterday uh, in the conspiracy theory space, which I think those guys may have actually joined this space today. Um, and so, and thank, and hello to Scorpio and everybody over there. Uh, very glad to see you guys over here. Um, but I heard the anguish, right? And, and that was, um, that, that hurt me for you. Because yeah, you know, I, it I breaks my you, heart. Yeah. It really does, and it brings tears to my eyes. You know, sorry for getting emotional, no, but it's, okay. it's such a sad. It's hard. I mean, being um, exiled from your friends, from people, just because of certain posts, just because of your beliefs. I mean, we've had this, you know, just since 2016 too, just for political reasons, right? But um, God, it's so painful to to have to deal with. It's like, you feel like you cannot say anything because people look at you like cross-eyed, like, Oh my God, how can you, how, how can you be, you know, whatever. So yeah, it, it is really, really tough, you know? So anyways, can I, yeah. Can I tell you something? I'm going to say this. Um, I'm going to say this on behalf of the tens of millions of straight people who feel exactly the way you do. This has been our reality since the Obama administration. We had four years of a reprieve to be able to leave gay people alone, uh, you know, uh, uh, take back our flag, <laughs> take back Christmas, you know, just so, socio, just cultural things that were foundational uh, to the nuclear family before BLM was inserted into the equation. You know, there were, there were things that if we tweeted something and it's still happening, by the way, now it's like criminal. Uh, but then the whole cancel culture started where it was like, we couldn't even, we couldn't post anything that wasn't identified as anti, like if we were pro nuclear family, that must've meant that we were anti-gay if we were pro uh the flag it means that we were anti uh you know inclusion uh if we were pro whatever it was that we just uh, espoused right just like you you identify with you identify as it is part of your culture it is part of your belief system it's part of your being it's how you express your sex and your love right and so for that to be attacked is like attacking you personally, right? Just like it would be anyone whose belief system is fundamentally a part of who they are. And so I think I speak on behalf of the tens of millions, not to conflate because I don't want to diminish your anguish as you can hear in my voice. And you, I think you know my heart by now. Um, and if I was there, I would wipe your tears and hug you because I feel you. 
I and I hate the alienation that's occurring, but I also see this as a clarion call, just like Tim said, for all of you in that community to band together along with those of us who are not in the homosexual community to protect the children. So I had to say that because I feel like that's how we felt, Mel. That's how we still feel. People lose jobs. They lose friends. They lose family members over a funda- over their fundamental belief, you know, or beliefs. And it's, it's tragic. And it's, I hate the word unfair, but it's, it's unjust. And so it's what you're going through, in my humble opinion, is unjust. So I hope that makes sense to you. You know, I love you. It does. Thank you so much, Monica. And it is, you know, it's, I've learned to deal with it. And, and trust me, I'm, I'm good to be hanging by myself. So, but you know, I think you can understand too, that it's about community, right? I mean, just like when you go to church, it's about community and have being a Christian, conservative, lesbian, you know, all in one package. Um, it's still about community. And when you go to some place and you want to be a part of, but yet they, if you, if you utter any words that are the opposite, it's, you're just immediately like, you know, oh yeah, you're cool, but, but you yeah. don't get asked back or, you, right. know, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah. I get it. And and it's been the same for all of us. Like you said, I, I have mostly all straight friends because they get it right. They understand, they accept me for who I am. You guys are awesome people. And that's just where I find my people. And and, and also awesome. the conservative side of it, to have those like-minded people. Right? right. So yeah, we've been doing this for years, but it's gotten so bad recently with all of this movement that it's, uh, it's very, very sad. And uh, how, how alarming was it to hear Tim say that he sees your rights ultimately uh, becoming infringed upon uh, due to like this total swing to uh, you know, almost like a Saudi Arabia type. And he used that as an example. Uh, but as a Middle East, more, you know, stance toward homosexuality, period, if you don't stand now against this transsexualization of children. Did that alarm, that alarmed me, although I agree with him, I think, because that's what happens. That's what happens. And I talk about this on my show a lot. This is what happens when lawlessness occurs. People will cling to any form of lawfulness, including but not limited to usurping their own freedoms, uh, i.e. the Patriot Act, right? And so when people are scared, when people are in manic mode, they will pass anything to make themselves feel safe again. And it could be at your community's expense. So what did you think whenever you heard him say that? Well, I didn't hear that part because okay. I think I came in late, but I agree with you. And I, and I do think that can happen because it's kind of like, if you're on this side, um, you will be, um, you know, your rights will be taken away. So, so to speak. Right. right. And here's the, th- here's the thing that people need to understand we don't have any rights to be taken away to some degree. I mean, back in the eighties, we fought really hard for acceptance and the movement and all that, but now we're regressing. Now we're going backwards. We are, you know, to a point where you guys, we have what we, we've worked so hard for. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I do think there's a dangerous, um, path that can be taken there it's a very fine line that's that that could happen and yeah if we're not accepting of their agenda 
oh gosh, I, I can't even imagine what's to come. So that's my take on it. Um, okay. Thank God I live in a kind of a big, small town, I guess you could say. But when you go to the more uh, bigger cities and so forth, I just can't even imagine. Yeah, Tim, Tim, and I'm sorry you missed that because Tim's larger point was, for those of you who are just tuning in, uh, Tim Young, comedian, was on with us at the top of the hour, at the top of the show. And he made reference to that it if, if uh, the homosexual community at large does not band together uh, along with whatever you align with politically, uh, because believe me, there are people who are complete radical feminists who are like, this is ridiculous and we are not on board with any of this stuff. So whatever your belief system is, right. Uh, but it, you got to protect the children that if you don't start working together and actually marching against it, protesting against it, obviously nothing violent, I have to say that as a disclaimer, but if you don't start standing for the children right now, that what you're going to see in state legislatures is a rolling back of uh, gay rights. Now, you now that's interesting because some people believe that this whole Roe v. Wade is attached to that, which is not true. We've covered that on my show. Y'all can go back and listen to the archive. The Supreme Court fundamentally says we actually used that case in order to make our case for moving forward and sending Roe v. Wade back to the states. So in this case, though, I I kind of agree with Tim. I don't kind of, I hate when people say that. I do agree with Tim. I think that people, conservatives, that are are usually kind of fundamental about most things anyway, uh, whatever rights, whatever progress you feel the gay community has made in the past 20 years, if people don't stand now in order to shut down this transsexualization of kids, your legislatures could actually start moving in more of a very extreme way that will ultimately affect your civil liberties, which I happen to believe you have in this country. So that's and what my, that was about. Yeah. And my, uh, if I can, if I can um, compound on that point there yeah. for just a second. And, and I say this, you know, first of all, Mel knows and Todd knows. I love them 150%. Scott, you know, sure. I, I have not. I have complete love for gay and lesbian folks out there, especially some of my cousins who are very near and dear to me. Um, that I can remember how hard it was when they came out in the in the early 90s or the late 80s. You know how hard it was for them, and I was there for them, and I still I'd still be there for them. Um, but what scares me and what, what, what angers me about that is that this movement doesn't care. They don't care that it ultimately in the end, that these folks potentially could lose their rights on a pendulum sw- uh, swing the opposite direction, sure. you know, and they don't care, no. you know, they, they don't care that that could happen. And these folks fought hard to be able to adopt, to be able to get healthcare benefits for their, you know, um, or, to be able to, you know, provide, um, life insurance for their partners. No, you know, there's so many things that they fought hard for. And then it's just going to be thrown to the side for these folks who are literally grooming kids, you know? And and I, and I hate it. And the part I, I just wanted to say there is this is what they want though. They want the pendulum to swing that way and to attack these folks so that these corrupt politicians can stay in power. On the left. And continue to traffic and molest our kids. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's disgusting. Agreed. And, that, and that, that was my point on this Nike ad. Here's a multinational corporation 
putting out an ad promoting 13 year old drag queens. And um, I, I, to me, that's astonishing. It's insulting for me. It, I, I took I it was insulting for gay and lesbian athletes that I personally know. Like, sure. you know, so anyway. Well, and to your point, Emil, thank you again for joining us. I know you're on a tight schedule. We love you. Uh, we honor you. And we we are here for you. So you know you have family. Um, thank you, my friend. You're welcome. So and thank you for sharing your tears. They're not lost on any of us in this space. Um, Monica, can I plug our fight? Yeah, we're girl. organizing in Texas. Plug, plug. I mean, we are organizing in Texas. Do it. Plug. So in Houston, in Houston, well, all over Texas, we have a space going on tomorrow night at 9 p.m. CST. That is uh, uh, Texas Talk. You can it's hashtag Texas Talk. That we're we're organizing because we have found there are people in, in this space who have been working behind the scenes. Okay, Tracy Shannon, um, um, Jackie, they've been working behind the scenes together, mm-hmm. finding out everything about this event that that event that happened in Dallas and the two events that are ha- that happened in Houston. Well, what we have found is there are convicted sex offenders in these in these uh events okay and there are uh uh safeguards that have been ignored and that have been abused and that our our politicians are not doing their job i didn't even i i restrained i heard it girl you pulled that right back in (laughs) i'm proud of you (laughs) (laughs) but you know (laughs) <laughs> we're we're organizing in Texas. And let me tell you something. Down here on the down here, Mad Mama Bear, Tracy Shannon, at one Mad Mama Bear. Okay. She sounded the alarm years ago and was called a homophobe and a transphobe and every and every yep. other phobe. But guess what? She's a trans widow. So she got to see firsthand what happens to people when they get captured. Right. And she got to see firsthand what kind of nonsense and what kind of what kind of sickness takes over a person to make them. So when you say trans widow, she was married and her hubs decided to be trans. That's right. Wow. Now, she sounded the alarm years ago. Okay. And she was called out in the Texas Observer as a homophobe and a transphobe and all of the other phobes. Okay, but she was right. And she's got all the teeth. And we about to spill it tomorrow night. And if you want to help, if you are in Texas and you're ready to help, then put your DMs, put yourself in my DMs because I got some work for you. Excellent. And, and you know what, what I saw yesterday is I saw men going and doing man stuff. Y'all better put, I, I'm go, I'm trying so hard to be good. <laughs> you can do it, girl. Look. <laughs> Y'all better pull yourselves together, fellas, and go out there and do some man stuff. This society is in danger. Protect yeah. us. Yeah. This is what this is what you are born to do. It is an eight in your DNA. It is in your gametes. It's in your gametes. Okay? It's in every cell of your body. So get out there and do some man stuff. Let these people know that you are not gonna just sit idly by That's right. while they imprison our children in this in this in this uh this sexual addiction yeah it is rooted in porn it is rooted in misogyny yeah it is rooted in hatred it is rooted in soullessness yes 
So Bring good. It back. You Bring always it back. you always say hey, cr- the word kink, which I really appreciate you aligning that because that's exactly what it is. It is a kink and we are including our children it in is. kink. Mel, did you have something to add? It's a kink. Yeah, hey, just real quick, I'm going to go down to listener, but you have end of the night in your space who's also a really nice um, gentleman. He's also a gay guy. Uh, okay. I'm going to sp- go down. I don't know if you have enough speakers, but if you could okay. give him a mic and uh, let him put his hand up, that'd be great. Awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. And I'll be, I'll be listening, but okay. I'm going to, I got to leave. So Love you. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, Chris, I'll let I'll you know. Brad is good. Brad is good. Brad, end of night. His name is Brad. He is good. And he's, he's very passionate and he's in Britain. Now in Britain, they have been watching this go on and they've been fighting back against this long before we ever got hip to it. So he has a lot of good information about that. Right. Um, so yes, end of night is a good, it's good to listen to. He'll, he can tell you all about what they encountered in Britain with the turfs and all of that. You know, okay. he's, he, he knows all about this. Excellent. But, um, thank you so much for letting me speak. You're welcome, girl. Gotta, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Thank you. And if you'll include me in your space tweet, whenever you promote it, I'll be happy to uh, promote that on my Twitter feed as well. Okay, so I, I know, thank you so much so for all of you. Monica, Please. yeah, in 2015, yeah. no, I'm sorry, 2016, uh, I was in a local position, and I sounded the alarm uh, here where I, in, in the local community I served, um, as it related to the schools, the school's bathrooms, the school's uh, allowing transgender students to change in the opposite biological sex's bathroom, you know, locker right. rooms. Um and folks, folks discounted it. They said it was a, it was it was just a target bathroom protest. It's a national issue. It's not local. Fast forward to today, and and I and I warned that not. And I said, you know, very publicly that I was, you know, I was very supportive of gay and lesbian community. But this is dangerous because the gender identity laws and, and movement that started this whole deal. There's no way to question the motives of someone who is a predator. Statistically, that person is a greater chance that person would be a predator than an actual person suffering from gender dysphoria, a transgender person. Um, and there's no way with these laws that are the way they're written and designed that right. you can ask those questions without violating the law and potentially having your business shut down. Right. And, you know, or if you're a um, therapist losing your license. Um, you know, so that's, these laws were designed that way. And ultimately, and I would argue, Monica, and and I don't want to get into like a law, like this faith discussion, but ultimately in the end, I would argue that the end goal here with the gender identity movement is to ultimately go after the churches and faith, you know, because very much there is, um, the root of the father and the mother and, and, you know, God, the father, for example. Right. And, um, and those kinds of things to ultimately hold them accountable and shut them down because that's how wicked these people are. Yeah. But in the, but ultimately that's what stands between these kids, these precious, innocent kids and this demonic kind of movement that's out there. And again, I want to clarify here when it's by saying, I'm not saying that gay and lesbian um, individuals are demonic in any way, shape or form. I love several of them. I'm saying this effort to sexualize children, and pedophile you know, groom sure. kids is demonic. Agreed. I hate the fact that we have to sound like the people who are like, oh, I have black friends. <laughs> Whenever it comes to this conversation, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, I have gay friends. So I'm it's not, so I'm, you know what I mean? It's like, 
I hate it. Like you have to qualify every statement you make around this, around this topic. Like, uh, well, you know, yeah, it's, it's that whole thing. And ultimately, whenever people say that you become suspect where you're like, oh, okay, you had to qualify the fact that you're standing with us because, you know, I get flack all the time because my late husband was black. Right. And if I ever, you know, you'll notice I don't insert that into most conversations that if I host spaces around this, uh, around, uh, quote, race relations, because I believe there's only one race. So we're actually holding ethnicity and culture relations uh, conversations. But I don't I don't say that usually because it they'll smack you in the face with it, you know, where it's like, well, that doesn't mean that you can't be a bigot. I mean, it's ridiculous. So here at the first and the beginning of, you know, the beginning and the end of the day, this is it. We are standing for our children, period. And you've got atheists on board. You've got agnostics on board. And yes, I really appreciate Tim saying what he did um, about me. And my faith, that was, I, I can't, I'm telling you now, there's no greater, I could never receive an award greater than that or any amount of money is going to make me cry. Uh, but for him to say that about, you know, he was not that person who subscribed to the faith people who kept saying, you guys, the bridge is out. The bridge is out. You've got to stand right now. The bridge is out. And we were touted is exactly what you're talking about right now. Canceled, uh, murdered with the tongue, false, falsely accused, you name it. We, ha- I've lived through it. And so for me, I'm like, you know what? I'm standing. And the gates of hell are not going to prevail because it is written. And that's just how it's going to go. So I'm standing for our children. And for those of you who are in this space standing with me, thank you for being here. We have got work to do, period. We're not going to be shamed into silence or otherwise criminalized or put on lists or none of that stuff. Nobody out here is violent and crazy. And if you are, you don't need to be in my space. That's for sure. But I'm just telling y'all, there's a way to stand against this. And the first place we do that is on our knees. We do that on our own knees by repenting for our own mess in our own lives. I'm going to get a little preachy right now because this is the truth. We got to get right in our own homes. We can't be running around here talking about transvestites and transsexualism and all this stuff. And, you know, everybody's going to hell but us. I mean, this is crazy. We're told to repent, to turn from our wicked ways and ask God and he will heal this land. That is written and that is a promise. And that's what I believe. So that's why we're having this conversation. Okay, I'm done with that. Now, I do want to share something with y'all before we move on to other people. Chris, hold on one second. I pulled this up today. Speaking of double-mindedness and how this kingdom actually works, okay? So let me um, let me do this. I have got to do, uh, I think I can pull this up at the same time. Well, if nothing else, I, can, can you guys in YouTube world... Um, my stream has been acting crazy. Uh, tell me, actually, hold on one second. Sorry, I'm like on fire with this conversation today, just like y'all knew I would be. All right, hold on, guys. I'm I'm um I'm coming to you guys in the spaces. Give me one second. And while and while she's figuring that out, guys, yeah. just a reminder: we do have people in the queue, so just please have a little patience. If you do come to the speaker spot, keep it on mute. Raise your hand, please, if you want to speak. Otherwise, I will have to move you down um, and bring someone else up who um, who may have a question. Um, 
And again, this is a space of love and, you know, we don't want to disrespect uh, our gay and lesbian brothers and sisters that are in the room potentially. Um, and of course, those that are probably going to be recording the space for whatever other motives. Um, it's, we want to make it very clear. This is an honest conversation that has to take place. Yep. Um, and uh, back to you, Monica. Thank you. All right. I think I figured it out, you guys. Here we go. All right. You ready? Boy, y'all are going to love this. All right. Here we go. Dun, 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 dun. All right. This is Drag Queen Story Hour. It's your classic children's reading program with a twist. The day's literary leader is a larger-than-life drag queen. But to actually get them involved in drag is extremely, extremely irresponsible on your part. And I understand you might want to look like you're with it, that you're cool, that you're woke. Hold on. So this person is this person, right? In your schools, in your libraries, performing for your children who just shamed you for being a part of it. Now, if that is not the enemy's kingdom, I don't know what is because that's exactly how the enemy's kingdom works. I mean, it is truly astounding. Hold on. It gets better. Yeah, I know it's in there right there. This is what's going on. Look at this guy. I like reading joke books too. I like reading my friends. <laughs> you know, some of them are here. This is Antango makes three. Children love to play there. It has a toy boat pond where they can sail their boats. It has a carousel to ride on in the summer and an ice rink to skate on in the winter. No, Boomer Steeper. Boy bunnies cannot marry boy bunnies. The animals all got together and said, you are not in charge. So Wesley and I got married. Look at the babies. Look at this baby. If you're happy and you know it, say hooray. And honestly, you're not doing the gay community any favors. In fact, you're hurting us, okay? We have already had a reputation of being pedophiles and being perverts and deviants. We don't need you to bring your children around. But then the library revealed this man, Albert Garza, a registered sex offender, was Albert. among those participating. He served time for aggravated sexual assault of an eight-year-old in 2008. First of all, Michael likes to twerk. Now, does anybody in this room know how to twerk? Okay, but it's quite no, important to the story, so I will just give you a very quick demonstration. Unless you watch Beyonce videos. So there it is. That's what's happening in your public, in your private schools. And uh, so here's this. I posted this this morning. I'm old enough to remember when this gorgeous mom made national news due to outrage over a mom-daughter photo. Uh, for those of you listening in podcast world, you can check this out on my Twitter feed. This beautiful Christina uh, Hack 
who I can't even find on social media now. I'm pretty sure she was shamed offline. A beautiful blonde uh, young lady with her daughter, who looks like she's probably seven, in what appears to be matching color, bathing suits, whatever. She was literally flogged socially uh, over this one photo. I also have next to her these little darlings that, you know, you wackadoo parents, particularly in the South, uh, love to sign your little girls up for these pageants where they dress sexy and they talk sexy and they wear all this drag looking makeup whenever they're five. And you guys think that think that's okay. So you're not allowed to complain about drag anything and trans anything if this is how you're running your household, in my humble opinion. And so then you've got the dude up here in the corner who's got his butt G-string thing on with an awful ass, I might say. Uh, But you've got the parents in the background with balloons, right, who have presumably given this child a dollar or five or 20, whatever. And uh, she's putting it in the G-string. You fellas know how this works. Chicks, too. She's putting it in the G-string of a drag queen Mm -hmm. who is naked, who's virtually naked. You know, I mean, you got your little banana hammock, but hey, whatever. So, and I'm sure there's been some gyration and dancing and sexual, you know, sexual nuances going on at the table. And apparently people think this is okay. But the lady over here on the right, the white lady with long blonde hair, just standing there holding her dog with her daughter in a bathing suit, totally innocent, nothing sexual about it. Although I have to say this, knowing what I know now about all the pervs that are out here in, in, you know, digital world, I would never put, matter of fact, my daughter won't even let me post any more pictures of my granddaughter and she's almost four months old. Because people are that sick in this day and age. But I would not have posted this picture just because I know how perverted people are. But I don't think this mother is wrong or otherwise perverted or nuts, you know, or should be shamed for posting a picture of, uh, of her and her daughter. So there's all of that. Uh, okay. So where are we? Scott, I, I just said Scott. Uh, Chris, who's next? Scott? Um, so- did we well, lose Scott? Well, Scott? We lost Scott. Scott's down in listener, but if he wants to come back up, we'll obviously move him to the front of the line. Okay. But I, I don't know. I tried to invite him back up, but he may have to have done something real quick. Um, okay, so let's go to Alpha. Good morning, you guys. Um, great show you got going on so far, Monica. So my question um, to anybody, but especially those that are within the, the gay community, when when the BLM flag went out there, there was a counter to it, and then the thin blue line flag um, started coming out. Now, it wasn't the introduction of the thin blue line flag, but it's when it started getting a lot of its notoriety. So there was a lot of pushback to it because it said it was taken away from the culture of the BLM flag. So now with you know all the pride flags and the LGBTQ plus flags and everything that's going out there, if people were to start wearing you know straight pride, would the LGBT community, sorry about that, this is my little one, would the gay community get behind that, or would they also take that as, no, that's an assault on what we're standing for? That's, a, that's a good question. Yeah, of course. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, first of all, um, I am not part, I'm gay, but I'm not part of the LGBTQ community. I'm part of the LGB community. Uh, I'm not being aggressive towards you. I'm just being aggressive to any trans activists that might be listening. Um, I personally don't give a shit if you have a um, a heterosexual pride flag. I don't care. 
I personally don't care. And I think the majority of gender critical and radical feminist um, LGB people, they wouldn't care. You know, you do what you want to do. I think it's um, your right to have your sexuality represented. Um, and so as for the so I'm sure you've seen the, pro, the so-called progress flag with that hideous trans triangle invading the rainbow flag that once was ours. We don't use that flag. We uh, Many of us use the old rainbow flag. I don't use any of those flags. I use a MLM flag, which means men loving men. And very specifically, men, not women that think they're men. Like, basically, they'd be called trans men or whatever. Well, actually, they're just trans-identified females. That's what they are. They're women that think they're men. Um the lesbians use the labyrinth, which is an axe in a purple flag, and that's theirs. And I would never go near it because I'm not a lesbian. I'm not a woman. It's not up to me to decide. So that's the lesbian flag. The bisexuals, their flag has been co-opted, unfortunately. So I don't know what they're going to do about that. But um, no, to answer your question, I don't I don't care either way. If you have a, a heterosexual pride flag, so- I've got bigger things to worry about. Amen. like trans activists fucking telling me that because I'm gay, I'm a bigot for not accepting vagina or that lesbians are bigots for not accepting penises or that bisexuals are bigots for not accepting (laughs) non-binaries, whatever that fucking means. Um, You know, all that stuff. And I just wanted to say, when it comes to the swimmer, Leah Thomas, who I call Liar Thomas, my friend, Posey Parker, she's a straight woman. She uh, created the T-shirts that are being sold all over the world, adult human female T-shirts. I've got an adult human male one, which she also shares. She was at the um, uh, the swimming competition that Liar Thomas was competing in. And when he got out of the pool, she shouted at the top of her lungs, he's a man. She is brilliant. Her name, well, she went by the name Posey Parker for a while, but her name is actually Kenny, Kelly J. Minshall. You can look her up. She's on Twitter. She's actually live at the moment. <laughs> so I, I don't expect you to go now, but like um, you can watch it on catch up and she does live streams uh, usually once a week. But if there's something that's urgent, she'll um, do it then and there. And she does a speaker's corner once a month in uh, London, Um So um, I've been to some of those. And I also attended a conference in London called the LGB Alliance. So the LGB Alliance are LGB people that want the trans to leave them the fuck alone. When I was there, there was an infiltrator by the name of Jen Ives. He's on Twitter. He is a man. I caught him about to use the women's toilets. I called him up on that and my video of him went viral. And of course, I got all the nasty attacks from the likes of Owen Jones, who is a gay man who is a traitor to gay people because he thinks that trans identified women can be gay and all that stuff, which is bollocks. And um, so I also got a write up by Pink News, who I actually call Prick News. Pink News is a LGBTQ news source They're not LGB at all. They're just for trans and queers. They said in the paper, they named my ex, Alex Bramham, who was the one that walked out of Pride wearing an LGB Alliance T-shirt. He became famous. I found out about him because he was on the news. That's how I found out about him. We were both put in pink news. They said they named me my first name and my second name. They said Alex Bramham, who is proudly gender critical, and his boyfriend, Bradley, who is a gender atheist and a turf. They called me a turf. 
which stands for trans exclusionary radical feminist. Oh, wow. Well, I'm not a radical fem. I'm not a radical feminist because only women can be feminists. However, I do agree with um, a lot of um, the ideology in radical feminism. Uh, the main one I agree with is that men cannot be women and women cannot be men. But I think we all agree on that because it's scientific fact. Amen. So. Um, yeah, they called me a turf and things like that. And the trans activist uh, threatened to kill my parents, threatened to cut the legs and arms off of my cat. They threatened my cat, who has no views on this, because guess what? She's a cat. So, um, <laughs> but funny enough, though, I think I, I think my cat is a turf because she um, <laughs> knows the difference between male cats and female cats. So she's a massive bigot turf, and I'm very proud of that. <laughs> and that's all I have to Raise say. <laughs> Races, cats, bigot, cat. Okay, hold on. I, there's, so, there's so much I could say about that, but I won't. Because the Brits always say it with such much better inflection, and it doesn't sound as guttural as, as, as our English. So what is a gender atheist? So I'm a gender atheist. It means I don't believe that anyone has an innate gender identity. I think you are born male or you are born female. Now, in the case, in the tiny, tiny minority of people that are born with what's known as intersex conditions, sure. they are still they are still either male or female because there are male specific intersex conditions and there are female specific intersex conditions. You are not in the middle. You're not on the outside. You just have a, um, a either an issue with your hormones, your chromosomes or um, an issue where your genitals may be a bit ambiguous. But you are still either male or female. And the non-binary, <laughs> the non-binary trans activists are appropriating people with intersex conditions. So there's a lot of people these trans activists are going for. The number one people they like to assault the most are women, whether they're straight women, bi women, lesbian women. They they want all of you. They they hate women. Right. Um, after that, they come for gay men and bisexual men, and then after that, they go for intersex. And actually, I would actually say their number one target is actually children, followed by women and then everyone else that I just mentioned. So they go after children the most. And there's a couple of reasons behind that. Big Pharma are involved massively because when you in the UK at the age of eight or nine years old, if you have a child that is confused about their sex and most of them, by the way, actually are autistic. So this is autism genocide. As far as I'm concerned, I am autistic. So this affects me in two ways. Um, so if you are a child, whether you are autistic or not, or gay or not, well, I don't think children have sexuality, by the way. Let's get that very clear. They don't. So um, if you have a child, for whatever reason, is confused about their sex, and you have a stupid Monchausen's by proxy parent that takes them to a um, gender clinic. In the UK, we have the Tavistock Clinic. They will go in there, and at the age of eight or nine years old, you get put on puberty blockers. Now, let me tell you this for a fact. Puberty blockers are not reversible. I repeat, not reversible. Once you go on puberty blockers, you are sterilized for life. For life and you will have the body of a child for life jazz jennings has the body of a child it's you horrible. know it's horrible i'm so glad you're here today thank you for joining us it's just horrible no i mean it, it is just it is maddening you know and and i'm not really sure how but you're right other than big pharma and academia uh have hijacked the minds 
of the, of an entire generation of young people and parents, you know, who are in their thirties, you know, twenties, thirties, forties, who think that, well, what do I do? You know, my child. And let me ask you this. So earlier, Tim suggested that in our country, we could see like a complete reversal of gay rights here if, uh, if this does not get under control. Uh, and, and the gay community does not ban forces, join forces with the heterosexual community to say, stop, stop, stop with all the trans stuff regarding our kids. So what is the solution? Like, what would you tell Americans they need to do right now? Good question, because I'm not entirely sure on the solution myself. What I do know right. is, is I believe, so you had Gabs on here before. So she and some other women um, do, uh, uh, her friends do regular speakers corner. I think corners, they did one in New York and they're copying the format of Kelly J who does ones all around the country. And actually Kelly J just before she went to see that, um, liar Thomas swim, she did a speaker's corner outside the white house and Karen Davis, who is an African-American gender critical woman. She was there. She turned up, I believe at another time, um, her name, I can't, uh, her name's Vanessa, but her YouTube channel that got taken down, of course, it was TT uh, Exulancic, and she is a, um, she has degrees in psychology and in medical science. So she, for a while, she's a lesbian, for a while she thought that she was a man, but she detransitioned, and now she speaks up against transgender ideology. She's a very good person to listen to, but unfortunately her YouTube has been taken down because she's a turf and they don't like her. Um, And so with that in mind, I just think you need to keep doing similar to what we're doing, the speakers corners. I think what you're doing right now is fantastic. Thank you. So um, politically, when it comes to women's rights and get an LGB rights, and I mean LGB, I don't, the TQ can fuck off. They're nothing to do with us. So when it comes to women's rights and LGB rights, I guess you could say I'm very left wing. As far as everything else, I'm probably centre right. OK, so um, I'm I'm not a Christian. I'm a pagan, which, you know, but it doesn't matter because uh, in pagan religions, we have gods. We have goddesses. We don't have non-binary deities, for fuck's sake. So we are. (laughs) So, you know. (laughs) Amen. Yeah. Right. So, okay. um, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm willing to work with Christians because it, what a great you know, it point. What a great because, point. We <laughs> don't have non-binary deities for fuck's sake. That is, see what I mean? Like right. you can say it and it sounds super good. I say it, it sounds very like, you know, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, but that's <laughs> so true. There's no, I don't know. Is there like a non-binary, like a hermaphrodite? No, no there's not. No, okay. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. So you're willing to work with Christians, obviously, because you're absolutely. on my show. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, because we don't have to agree on absolutely absolutely everything. Sure. I know some Christians that are. I wouldn't say they're anti-gay. They're just kind of like, well, you do what you want, but you know, I I don't believe in it. It's kind of against my religion. And right. do you know what? That's fine because guess what? There are only two groups of people I've ever ever got homophobia from, and that is the trans movement and Islam. 
They've come after me, both those groups. Christians, the worst thing I've ever got from a Christian is I'll pray for you. Well, guess what? Guess what, li- liberal lefty lefty gays that don't like, oh, they're praying for me. Oh, dear, that's so terrible. Guess what? A prayer isn't going to kill you, dear. A prayer isn't going to kill you. Grow up. Stop moaning about Christianity. Get to the point. Uh, get your priorities straight. Christians are not our enemy here. Islam and transgenderism are. End of rant. Well, there you go. Thank you. You are most welcome to hang out in the speaker space. If you have anything to add, you know, please do so. Uh, wow, that's excellent. Excellent thoughts. I really appreciate you. Uh, Chris, who is next? Okay, um, next I was actually word. next. I was, I, uh, okay. I was the second person uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, yes, hello. Thank oh, you. Uh, sorry. Monica. <laughs> who is this okay. speaking? I'm sorry. Um, okay, next up is um, Jen and Todd. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. I, for those of you, Chris is, is co-hosting because I can't keep up with everybody coming and going. So uh, if you were the second person in the space, I did not see that. So I apologize. Please come back up if you have something to add and we will add you to the conversation. Okay. So whoever was next, please go for it. I, I think it's me, but if not, uh, I can Janet, take it. I can wait a bit. You're good, Jen. Go ahead. Um, Yes, thanks, Monica and Chris, for letting me speak. Um, I'm coming from the viewpoint of a mother of two young ladies. And I live in the Mitten State, and Tudor Dixon running for governor wants to legislate our way out of this. Um, I disagree. When we have police officers in the U.S. and elsewhere in the world not keeping children out of any establishment with sexual shows, whether they be hetero, whether they be uh, trans, whatever. I don't care. We got a problem. We don't need more laws because we're not enforcing the ones we have. And what is wrong with parents in our society? What is wrong with our church leaders? And I'm just saying in general, okay, but I'm a mom. I I do everything I can to keep my kids from this stuff because children need innocence. They cannot make these decisions at these ages. I speak of someone who um, has family members that were sexually molested at a young age. Um, We're just, I'm with end of night. I would, any one of my brothers and sisters of gay, lesbian, bi, who want to stand with me, hetero mom here, to keep children out of these places, I would stand with you. I will go to these places and I will stand with you. Um, But I'm I'm disappointed I'm not hearing this from my church. Uh, It's non-denominational, but why aren't I hearing this stuff? Because, you know... What a great point. No, 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 no. I'm so, no, you're good. I'm so glad you went there because here's the deal. I can tell you what you're hearing in mega churches in Atlanta. Here's what you're hearing. Uh, We're taking up a love offering for the family who is attempting to transition their child because that is the loving thing to do. That's what you're hearing in a mega church in Atlanta. And so people really do believe that that's the loving thing to do. And you know why? Because the church has zero idea how to minister to people, how to minister people into freedom. They have no idea how to, how to minister just the gospel. 
You don't have to offer any ideological prose or P-R-O-S-E. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to make it complicated. You simply love people. You speak the truth of Jesus Christ to people. And if and when they receive it, you will be amazed at how things, you know, just open up for people. That's not to say that there is not a, like uh, the our my favorite, now my favorite Brit said earlier, um, that's not to say that there aren't biological issues with people, absolutely. But I believe these things start in the spirit. They can also start chemically as well. But we have lost our minds in the church, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and I've seen it firsthand. And, and we just kind of sit back and go, well, that's them. That's the world. Right. And we close ourselves into our little four corners and our building campaigns and our 501c3s and all those things that are going to keep us, you know, in Caesar's bed doing it exactly how Caesar likes to do it because that's how Caesar rolls. And, uh, so we don't speak to these things because we don't know the power of the gospel of Christ and we're actually ashamed of it. That's what it is. Let's just call it what it is. We don't even know the power of Jesus Christ, so that's why we don't speak truth to this stuff. When and listen, or we insert ourselves without being invited. And so, if people want to be evangelized, they show up. And whenever the move of the Holy Spirit moves, I don't care how far left, right, center, below, beneath, on top, trans, whatever the heck you are. I don't care how far you are. There is no crevice too deep, too dark, too weird, too bizarre, too kink that the Holy Spirit of God cannot reach you. Period. End of story. But we mind our own business, right? And then we like to preach prosperity and all the things that make us feel good. And we want to get into politics and we got to keep them out of everything. It's sickening. It is absolutely, that's where the church is. By and large, that is where the American church is. So somebody prove me wrong. I dare you to take up a microphone and tell me that it's different. So you are not, uh, you didn't rant. Thank you so much for that because nobody asked that question. Where's the church? I can tell you where the church is. The church is counting its own dollars. That's where the church is. It's bothersome because people deserve the truth and they deserve love. And they deserve to be set free. So that's where the church is. All right, who's next? Um, Thanks, next up Monica. Is, hey, thank you, Jen. Um, next up is Todd. Hey, guys. How are you? What's Hello. up, Todd? Good to be with you. Um, you know, th- these spaces on this subject, I, I find um, really um, um, kind of heart-wrenching in some ways and brain-wracking in the other. I, I'm so glad that Mel spoke before me. Mel, I feel like I'm a male version of you. I, I uh, related to everything that you said. And um, I know, I mean, I just know, uh, and I'm sure that Scott can, can, I hope that Scott raises his hand and, and speaks again, because I'd love to know his perspective. Yeah, me too. I would bet, I would bet that uh, Scott, Scott does not, as he travels, you know, all over the country and all kinds of Republican circles, I would guess that he doesn't face an ounce of anti-gay anything wherever he goes. And if, if I'm wrong, Scott, let us know, but I would bet you get nothing but love. And I say that because, um, I'm not really worried about our rights, whatever those are, I guess, gay, you know, gay marriage or whatever, uh, being taken away. I, one of the most hurtful things is, that is going on through this whole transition of just craziness is 
when I hear something like first it was gay marriage and now they're coming for the kids. And I find that to be so hurtful to the vast majority of uh, in, in the, uh, the gay community. I don't even like to use community because it, it just, it, there's so many facets within the community, but, um, um, I just think it's, it's, it's a really unfair thing to, to generalize like that because most of the gay people that I know certainly and, and, and that I know here in Arizona and that I've ever really been around other than when I lived in Los Angeles and when I lived in West Hollywood uh, briefly, um, it's the center of the, the gay universe there. So you're, it's gay, gay all day, every day. And um, you are in a bubble and you're insulated from the real world. And it, uh, when you move to somewhere like Arizona, where I live, you know, it's just everybody, nobody cares. It's not, you're not waving your way into a flag in anyone's faces or anything like that, uh, which is the way I prefer it. But um, I just don't, what people forget is that for every gay person that there is, <clears throat> there is gay parents that love them. There's gay brothers and sisters that love them. There's gay friends and work associates that love them and on and on and on. And on. So I think there's a lot more su support for something like, let's say a gay marriage. Um, then, then you might, then you might think because, because they don't want that to be taken away from their love their loved ones, whether they be friends or family or whatever. So I'm not really worried about the, I don't have any skin in the game. I have no interest in ever marrying anybody. Um, so, so, and I never, you know, I'm not an activist. I never marched for gay marriage. It's just, it wasn't something that was a priority for me. And I know that probably sounds selfish to a lot of gay people that, that fought so hard for it, but it just, it wasn't important to me. And I'm, I'm allowed to have, uh, whatever's important to me be important to me. Sure. But, um, but so, but it is hurtful when it gets generalized so much because most of the gay people are just, they want to just live their lives. They don't want any of this craziness. And now that all this is happening, I mean, it's so cringe inducing. It just, it's just like, you just can't even believe it's happening. And I, I related so much to what Mel was saying because, you know, to, that they're even letting kids in bars in Dallas. I mean, kids aren't supposed to be in bars. So, right. you know, and then add to that the whole drag queen. I didn't, I've never related to the drag, the whole drag world. I've never been to a drag show in my life. I've seen them on videos and stuff. I, it's not my thing. Um, so, and, and it's not probably most gay people's things. I mean, you know, gay bars or, you know, have drag queens and, and whatever. But um, the other thing, I think it was um, Gabby that said something about we have to get loud. And, you know, that's, that's easier said than done. And I know that sounds uh, not manly or whatever, but um, you know, I'm not an activist person. Uh, most gay people aren't activist people, I would say. And so, you know, I didn't march for gay, uh, gay marriage. You know, am I going to get out in the streets and march for, um, for this? I, I hope that we don't have to do that. I just hope that people come to their senses. Uh, I mean, of course, I guess I would, but it's not that easy for someone like myself who just wants to live my life. I don't, I don't relate to any of this, right. you know, any of any of the stuff that's going on, uh, uh, the, the trans thing, all the, uh, the alphabet soup stuff. Uh, I'm just like the other guy that said, I stop at LGB. I mean, that's really, uh, as far as I need to go. I don't even use that term. I mean, right. it's just, it's yeah, at all. So, so I think when you say get loud, um, it's, it sounds good, it, like everybody get on the streets, but most of the gay community, I think, wants to just 
you know, don't get me involved because I'm not a part of that. So if I told you, what if, what if, what if we reframed it and it was about the children? It wasn't, it, it wasn't about trans, but it, it was about saving the innocence of children. Well, how would you well, feel yeah, differently I mean, then? Well, no, I, of course. I mean, it's such a no brainer that with, with, with the, the, this to save the children that it's, it's hard to believe that we even have to, you know, have yeah, this conversation. I, know. I mean, it, you know, this is, this is just, it's just unbelievable that our world is, is going, as Chris said, it's like demonic. Right. I mean, it's just, it, you can't even believe that it's happening. So, you know, obviously, yes, I would be, you know, in the fight for, for, to save the kids for any of that, because we don't want any of this to happen. But I just hope that it's not lost on um, the straight, you know, the straight community that most of the gay community is with us on, on this, right. You know, they're, they're not, there, there are the, the fringe far left progressive gays and you know, those they're them. They're not most of us, you know? So, um, uh, I, I mean, it's just like, it's just like a gay pride parade. Okay. You see the, 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 um, floats going down the street with all the gyrating naked guys or, you know, whatever and the, and the drag Queens and everything else. And, you know, you all look at it and laugh and cringe, and ugh, you know, they're all drugged out and everything else. It's, like I never, when I was dragged to the, those parades, when I lived in LA, I always felt like a fish out of water. I never felt comfortable. I couldn't wait to get out of there. Right. And, and, um, I just, I just couldn't even imagine being in there. But we think of the small amount of the community that's actually marching in the parade and on the floats. Very small percentage of the overall gay community. So that's really all I have. And just well, thank you. One, one other thing, real quick. Alpha said about the straight pride shirt. Um, <laughs> it would kind of probably be akin to wearing an All Lives Matter, you know, T-shirt at a, a BLM parade. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. What a great analogy. <laughs> so, that's all I got, gang. Love you. Thank you. Love you back. That's hilarious. Okay, who's next? <clears throat> okay, um, we're going to go next up. And real quick, because um, I did get a message. Um, here's the thing, guys. Uh, we're going to call on people. Anybody who's in the speaker space, I know you got to wait a little bit while, a little while. We will get to every one of you, but what we don't want to do is just jump out, interrupt when Monica's on a live recording here. So um, we're going to go next um, to Adonis, and then we're going to go to Mitchell. Thank you. Um, hello, Monica. Hi. So um, unfortunately, um, I am I'm gay, but um, I have a lot of trauma. So when I see these like videos and stuff of like kids and bars, it takes me back to what happened to me. Um, I was 15 years old when I first went to a gay nightclub, and this was around 12 o'clock in the morning. I was brought right in. Like, at this club, they basically confiscate, like, like your cell phone so, like, you can't take pictures and stuff. Um, and this was, like, I'm 21 now, but this is when I was 15. And, you know, there were, you know, a lot of guys drinking. Um, this is when, like, I was sexually assaulted. Um a lot of like I like visibly am 15 years old I was touched inappropriately and I was also you know made to do things like sexually um so I was raped um I've been in counseling for that now and like I'm on antidepressants like I take Lexapro and stuff so like when I see these kids in these bars like I, I definitely feel like 
they more than likely could be experiencing what happened to me because those are sexual spaces. Like yeah. drag queens, like when I was there, like they were talking like sexual, like they were making crude jokes and like touching guys. And like a lot of guys had their shirts and stuff off. And I was raped when I was there. So I don't know what's happening to these kids. Like this is what they're showing you in public. What happens behind closed doors, like when the phones are confiscated and you're taken to back rooms and stuff. That's that was my experience. So I know like we don't like obviously people are outraged to see kids see someone like, you know, dress you know, perverted and, you know, danced in front of, you don't know, like where they have signs saying it's not going to lick itself. I'm pretty sure some of those kids have been touched and molested. I'm just speaking from my own personal experience. I was raped. I was made to perform oral sex on a guy when I was there, when I was 15. Can I ask you, um, who took you there? Um, it was a guy that I met online. He said, um, like, we're going to go like to this club. Um, this would be really cool. Like I know like the owner and stuff, like they're totally chill with you, like coming in and stuff. Like I was provided tons and tons of alcohol and I was given some pill to like make me relax. I think it was like, like from like, we don't, like, I don't know what it is, but it made me just feel like out of my body right. where like I was kind of disconnected, almost like I was floating above myself. And I didn't really have any control. And several guys there that, you know, I didn't know and maybe he knew, um, they they basically raped me. Right. And they do this all the time. Like I saw other guys there that looked to be about my age and I tried to like, you know, like, like you know, get their attention and stuff, but they didn't really care. Right. They kept giving me alcohol. So that's what happens. Like, I don't go to gay bars or anything like that. Like, I don't have any gay friends. Like, I don't associate myself with that community because no one protected me. So were you practicing homosexuality when you met this gentleman online? No, I was 15. I was a virgin. I just, I've always known I've liked guys. And I guess because I went online to try to find people to talk to, he took me to a bar and um, there were lots of guys there. The guy was about 25. Okay. It was yeah. mostly college age guys. There. Okay. So did you report this? No, okay. because it was my fault. I shouldn't have been talking oh. to a guy online that was um that was around twenty five and that was older than me. I shouldn't have done that. It was my fault. Well, can I just say something to you? Um none of this is your fault. I don't know if anyone's ever told you that. No, thank you. I mean, I blame myself and stuff, but, but, but you, that's why but like, you, I hope, I hope that you don't, I hope that you will, uh, leave that behind as you move forward from this space. Thank you. You're welcome. I, um, sorry, this is like the mom in me coming out because, um, you're right. Nobody protected you. And that's why I'm so passionate about this conversation because you deserved to be protected and all of our children deserve to be protected, period, full stop. The full weight of parenthood should be rising up. I don't care what you believe in. I don't care if you perform Wiccan services in your bedroom at night. The full weight of people standing up for children excuse me, should be standing up against this right now because of your exact story, because this happens every day, every hour of the day, all over the globe. And now it's being normalized here in this country. So it is not your fault. You are not to blame. You are not a shameful and dirty person. 
And I pray that you will receive everything I've just said because that is the truth about who you are. You are lovable, you are acceptable, you are redeemable, you are all of those things and more. And thank God you found your way into this space and please keep in touch with me because I would love to see your life completely restored. That is my heart. And so if you will keep up with me, we can stay in communication and uh, I'm not going to shove Jesus down your throat, but I tell you what, um, I am going to love you and I'm happy to do that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. Wow. I I wish I could take a commercial break. Chris, I'm actually going to put something uh, up on my screen for those of you who are watching live. Um, My nose is running down my face, and I'm going to let you handle uh, the space. I want you all to take that in, what you just heard. And forgive me for referring to that criminal as a gentleman for taking you to to that club. And you know what? For all of us who are saying that parents should be jailed, Christian Walker just tweeted that the other day for all of your kids who are not on playgrounds, but they're in these, uh, you know, supper club bars with trannies. uh, You should all be jailed. I 1000% agree with that. So this is what's happening. His testimony is what's happening. That is reality. That is reality. Okay. I'll be right back. Chris, I'm going to let you handle this space. Thank you. Well, Adonis, um, let me just tell you, you know, 150%. You have so much support out here. And I'm so sorry that you experienced that in your life. Uh, um, I had a um, cousin of mine who um, experienced uh, basically uh, uh, back in the um, late 90s. um, He's gay, but he the first um, interaction he had um, was a a, an adult male on on, um, basically what we would call now. And when they met, um, he was obviously an older man and, um, yeah. So there was, um, you know, I, I just, I'm with you 150% emotion, you know, prayer wise, emotionally wise. Um, this is not your fault. And I just hope you do find comfort in that. And you, what Monica said, and you move forward, um, proudly for who you are. Um, okay. We're going to go to Mitchell and then I'm going to go to um, Dave. I want you to hold tight for just one second. I'm going to go to the other Fred after Mitchell and then I'm going to go to Dave because the other Fred has a point he does want to make. Um, So Mitchell, go ahead, man. Thanks, Crystal. And what Monica said was just 111,000% amazingly right. And Adonis, you know, I am... I, I completely concur with what Monica was saying. That you do not ever blame yourself. You are a survivor of something horrific, and you are powerful and courageous to stand up and persevere over that evil. And that's what's beautiful about you, and I honor that. Just like when I was raising um, some money for a survivor from Epstein's Island, um, it, it was quite profound, her testimony. And you know, it, it was very important to never blame yourself for that kind of evil and tragedy. So coming back to the transmania agenda that is perverting, sexualizing, and destroying the very innocence, the very purity, the very gentleness, vulnerability, and, 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 and godly essence that is our children, uh, that is taking place now, that must, be, that must be banned. People must overthrow this. And I thank God for the patriots who are and the mayors who are charging these children these child boards for, 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 for child abuse, child predatorship, and child pornography. 
And it was an incredible mayor that walked in. I forgot what his name was. And I don't know where that, the, the, what school board it was. But he walked in, he sat down. He said, all of you, I've put a notice. All of you, I've talked to a judge. I've clearly seen what you are administering to our children. You have two choices. You either resign or you will be charged. And he got up and he walked out. And the parents went, wow, amazing. Start just standing ovation. This is something, guys, ladies and gentlemen, that is so pervasive and so evil. And it shows the – and it's not about transgendered people, as the gentleman was saying. It's not about gay people. They can do whatever they want. They're free constitutionalists. They have the constitutional law of freely doing what they want to do as long as they don't harm or hurt. And sexualization should be put into the bedroom. But when it is genderized – I have a big problem with it. So is everybody in this room. You are not transphobic. You don't hate gay people. You are not uh, white supremacists or racists or Nazis. We just care about our children being confused by anything outside of male and female. The desecration of the, of the traditional English language, the desecration of our gender, the desecration of sex, the desecration of our traditional values. It's not right. It's not honorable and it's not godly. So with that, I know a lot of people are against this. I have talked to some transgender people and you know, gay people, and as the gentleman said, they think it's abhorrent as well, because why would they want their sexuality being passed down to children? That's sick. I don't want my straight sexuality passed down to children and, 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 and um, uh, groomed with children. It's disgusting. It's sick. And, and, and any adult who does this is a predator, is a pedophile. And they're grooming our children for this, as well as with Disney, as well as with these multinational corporations, pushing, push, pushing this. It's, it, it, it's something that is not, is not normal in a society. And when you've reached a societal collapse, I'll land with this, where the morals are hanging on like there's nothing before, that 80% of our youth in our world is believing in atheism, deviating from God, not even believing in the Creator, not even believing the existence on div in divinity. We have a big problem. But I tell you, people in this room, we are banding together to triumph over this evil. This is an agenda that will be stopped. It must be stopped. And we will not allow it as mm. law-abiding citizens. I'll let my plane with that. Thank you, Monica. God bless you. This is Mitchell. Thank you. God bless you, too. And for those of you guys who are not following Mitchell, I want to encourage you to do so. Uh, Mitchell does great work uh, in bringing awareness to organ harvesting. He's been sounding the alarm on this. And, Mitchell, we will do a show together. Uh, so let's just get it on the books. Um, but Mitchell's been sounding the alarm way before other people were with regard to uh, the Chinese organ harvesting. And, uh, and that's definitely something we should pay attention to. And so for those of you who are wondering, well, what happens to all these little kids? What happens to these kids who are trafficked through this country? Now, he's dealing with things, you know, uh, across the globe uh, here in, I would imagine, stateside as well. But and we can talk about that whenever we host a show about this. But, um, but this is, you know, when you ask why are people luring kids into nightclubs other than for sexual per perversion, where are the kids disappearing to uh, on the Walmart wall or the milk carton or, you know, whatever we're doing now? Um, yeah. That's what happens. Their little bodies are used for sex and ultimately disposed of for the sake of organ harvesting. And um, we live in a crazy place. So thank you, uh, Mitchell, for your work. I appreciate you being here today. Uh, Chris, who was next? God bless you. Thank you. Likewise. 
Thank you, Mitchell. Thank you. Um, okay, next up, I'm going to get to Dave after this gentleman, but next up is the other Fred, and I just want to plug him. I almost didn't call on him because he's over here looking like Antifa in his photo over there. But uh, Mr. But <laughs> Mr. 24-7 himself has graced us with his presence. For all of his fans in the room, chill out, guys. I didn't know it was Fred until he <laughs> Okay. I haven't gotten I any DMs. Hey, Fred. Comply. Me too. But matter of fact, you can use my name, Monica, and get 10% off one of your uh, Stop Trafficking uh, t-shirts from Fred. What's up, Fred? Thanks, Chris. I appreciate that. <laughs> can, can I talk now? I'm not used to this, guys. Yeah, you can talk. Go ahead. Oh, uh, How you doing, Monica? Chris, you, you're fired, Chris. It took too long <laughs> to give me a mic. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you pay. Apparently, when you come I am fired from, uh, from when some you of the come folks to my who, space. Uh, you're like gonna pay. Alpha, you right there. You hit us right. We're gonna make them suffer. <laughs> I love it. Um, What's up, now, man? Um, I just want to mention, right? With all this uh, LGBTQ, I always get messed up trying to say those letters. But um, where is the cancel culture at? Like, there's no, I don't hear anybody trying to cancel this uh, trans, trans going towards the kids. Where, like, where is the cancel culture? This is, this is what I'm saying. Like, they, they have too much power. Like, they only, they cancel what they want to cancel. And that's fucked up on our end. Excuse my French. That's a very good question. And I would imagine, and I'll let other, cause I'm, I'm not part of, you know, I'm obviously, I'm not obviously, uh, chicks actually think I'm pretty hot usually, which is very interesting to me, but I'm very heterosexual. I like dudes. Um, so, you know, love my, we sis- love you too, thank you. <laughs> so love my lesbian sisters. Right. But I'm just not one of you. And so, um, the and, and whoever's in this space who can speak to this, please do. It's not me, but I will refer you back to what Todd said, which is I imagine more people than not feel, and maybe that's Todd's age group because I think you also have generational differences within the gay community that are the homosexual community at large, which are very, which are vastly different from what you see happening right now. And so I think older homosexuals probably align more with Todd's mentality toward it and, and attitude toward it, which is, could y'all just leave me the hell alone? And I don't want to go March for something, which is why I think it's important that we get a hold of the narrative so that people understand this is about saving children. And the trans people just happen to be the folks that are trying to hijack our kids, right, with sexualizing our kids. And so I think that's part of it. Now, for those of you in the space who are homosexual, uh, that's a very great question. Why, if you do, and you do actually wield the power, if we're being totally honest, and I said that, you know, I basically said that earlier in my response to Mel, you know, she feels like she's being completely canceled. And I'm like, well, welcome to the club. Now we all get canceled together, 
right? But yeah, you do. I mean, every corporate, you have 50, over 50 corporations in this country right now have, including but not limited to CISA, which is completely responsible for all things cyber, making sure that we're not attacked, that our election grid is in, in place, you know, that's, that our kids are safe, that we're safe from international, you know, interference in the cyber world. And what are they doing? Uh, you know, uh, espousing a rainbow flag on their Twitter account because that makes them, you know, hip and cool. I don't know. I don't give a damn about you being hip and cool. Can we get our elections under control? So 50 other corporations are flying the rainbow flag right now. And so obviously someone's got some control in this country that heterosexuals do not. So I would agree with that question. Where are you? So if any of you in the space who are homosexual have an answer to that, please uh, speak up. Well, the problem is we don't actually have the power. The T has the power. LGBs have been cancelled constantly if we speak out against trans ideology. I was a member of the Conservative Party in the UK. So was my ex. We both got thrown out of the Conservative Party because I posted on Twitter that trans I, I posted a meme, right? It was a pink swastika. And I said, uh, what was it I put? I said, oh, I found the new trans rights flag. And they said um, that I was comparing trans with Nazis. I was like, yeah, I am. Because Nazis sterilized kids. Right. Trans activists sterilize kids. Trans activists persecute gays. Trans activists are the most anti-Semitic arseholes on the planet if you want to get into anti-Semitism. Right. The amount of times I've been called a kike because my grandmother's Jewish, even though I don't practice Judaism, like I said before, right. I'm a pagan, right? right. But are they, the amount of fucking anti-Semitic bullshit I've had, the fucking eugenics bullshit I've had them against me for being autistic and gay, they are Nazis. So I declared them to be Nazis on Twitter. They uh, banned me for, I think it was like seven days or something stupid. And then they kicked me and my ex-partner out of the Conservative Party because we are TERFs and we're not welcome in there. So when uh, there's a group in the UK called the Gay Men's Network that are fighting against trans ideology, they're, being, they're not being allowed platforms. They have to make their own. Posey Parker, who's a straight woman who talks openly against trans ideology, she's been cancelled many places. She's tried to speak at universities. They won't have her because they call her a TERF and a fascist and all that bullshit. So we don't, it's not actually, uh, so they use us right. in their lettering. Right. They use LGBTQIA. No, it's, it. the LGB might as well not be there because they're only using us as a shield. It's nothing to do with LGB. It's just TQ. It's just the trans and the queers, most of which are actually heterosexual men wearing their mother's knickers and jerking off into it. <laughs> That's what they are. That is what they are. Auto, it's called autogynophilia. It's a fetish that um, some, a small minority of straight, some of them bi, but basically yeah. men that are attracted to the opposite sex have this fetish for appearing like a woman. And then they go and try it on with lesbians. And when lesbians are like, no, I'm not sleeping with you. You've got a dick or you used to have one. They're accused of being, what was it? The, uh, um, the Guardian liberal lefty newspaper in the UK said that lesbians are sexual racists for refusing men in dresses into their bedroom. That's right. I read that. Wow. Yep. Well, I'm getting yep. quite the education here today. So, man. So we are fighting against okay. it, but we get we get cancelled just as much, if not more so, because we're seen as a bigger threat. Right. Oh, of course you are. 
because you're the platform upon which they stand. Um, yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, Fred, did that, did that answer your question? Yeah. Um, I think so, but I just, I just want to see more, um, more of the gay community speaking up. Um, I don't see any of it. Uh, maybe I'm following the wrong people <laughs> or maybe the people Check that out. I'm following are not, are not retweeting, but all I'm saying is I don't have no problems with gays. I have problems with the, with, with the, with the shit that's going on, putting that, that shit in front of our kids. Sure. That's the problem that I have. Gays, yeah, so right do I. Me? So do I. I. I think that, so children do not have sexuality. They don't need to be told about gay, straight, right, but, bi, but the thing is, trans, the thing any is, of that. The thing is that if the gays don't speak up, you are part of the problem. That's what I want to say. But we are speaking up. There's the LGB Alliance in the UK and there's Get Liel Out in the UK, which is a group of lesbians that are against this. There's the Gay Men's Network. There's so many of us fighting this in the UK. We call the UK is known as Turf Island. The trans activists call us Turf Island. <laughs> but in the night, I think what he's referencing is the um, is the LGB community in the United States. Um, there, they, there are folks that are speaking out. But it's not an organized, loud faction that I think that's what he's referencing. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. It's I a mean, big problem in America. We could, yeah, we could, we could do it together. I mean, I'm pretty sure the streets don't got not, no problem with the gays. We just have problems with the transvest, the trans, and all that other plus and Q and whatever letter they add after that. But that's the problem we have. So if we can do this together, then we can we can cancel them out. Absolutely. We, we have we had straight allies. Uh, there were a lot of straight people attending the LGB alliance who, who stood with us against the trans activists. And I agree in in um, the USA, the only group that I know about in the USA is LGB fight back. But unfortunately, it is very small. Um, so there aren't many. But uh, so, yeah, I, I'm not sure, you know, LGB gender critical people in the USA. Come on. Where are you? Get together, band together. Hey, Copy us if you have to. Maybe we could add the S for straight, so LGB S. <laughs> well, some of us, you know, the funny thing is, some of us joked about um, keeping the T, but instead of it meaning trans, it would be lesbian, gay, bisexual, turf. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely one way to go. Oh my goodness! Okay, right, my plane. Hey, Fred, Thank you for your Fred, uh, Yeah, go you ahead. Want to plug your space, brother. Yeah. Say that again. Fred, do you want to plug your space? No, it's all right. It's all good. All right. Well, that's fine because I'm going to plug it. Mr. 24-7 uh, uh, Conspiracy Theories. You can catch literally 24-7 except when he's hanging out in our space. And um, and then you can also go to Mr. 24-7 allspelledout.com. Check out his merch. He's a cool dude. Great space. Everyone's welcome in his space. And um then I guess we're going to go on. And by the way, real quick, Scorpio, I don't know why she's being all shy down there in the listener spot. Um, but uh, no, don't know, bring her up. Monica, here. I'm, I'm leaving. Know, now. There's a, now I'm leaving. There's a, there's a group in there's a DM group Monica, going on right now. And I don't know who's being called hotter, Monica, Fred or you in oh. my DM group that's going oh, on. Real quick. Okay. But <laughs> I guess we're hot together. Uh oh, Fred, you single? <laughs> I'm very, very single. Oh, he said very. Okay. Look, Alpha's about to fall out. <laughs> okay, we may be making a love connection live right here in my space on my show. This is hilarious. Okay, hey, 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 hey. 
But just, just uh, a fair warning real quick, Monica. Yeah. You will have insomnia if you hang out with Fred a little too much. Because <laughs> then, you know, I mean, you at 3, 4 in the morning listening to some, some Oh, awesome well, stuff. okay. But, yeah, they but they compete with Tinfoil and J-Man whenever they have theirs. So, you know, I've been trying to get my beauty sleep so I can stay hot for Fred. So, um, yeah, I'm not up every night. But every, I try to creep into that space and they're like, oh, Monica's here. I'm like, no! I don't want to come up and talk. I just want to listen. Uh, but ultimately, I love being a part of the conversation uh, and your space is Fred because they're cool. And um, and I think the title's hilarious. So, And you get all kinds of folks in your space, just like I do mine. But <laughs> yours are a little bit more colorful. Um, okay, who's next? All right, we're going to go to um, the Honey Badger, Nance, and then Alpha. Hey guys, thank you for letting me talk. So first, um, I want to say this is an excellent space. Um, and thank you. secondly, thank you. And secondly, I would like to, um, I would like to kind of reaffirm a couple of things that some other people said. I deal with fact when I'm looking at these, uh, these types of circumstances. And so one of the, the major reasons that, um, they are recruiting children at a young age is because it, they they want they need to start with hormone replacement therapy in order to, especially for boys to feminize their features so they don't continue to grow into their you know into their masculinity if you will but um the thing that someone mentioned earlier is it's 100% true is the hormone blockers that they're being put on are 100% irreversible and what and so these children are sterile um prepubescently. And that is something that's irreversible. Now, um, I don't know if everybody in the room is aware of this or has um, heard of this lawsuit, but um, um, TAP Pharmaceuticals, um, which is a venture between Abbott and Laboratories of Tadeca, pleaded guilty to fraudulent sales and marketing practices with regards to its prostate cancer drug, Lupron. By the way, Lupron is also used for chemical castration of child molesters um, and rapists. Um, it's included in the sum is a uh, uh, $290 million fine set by the U.S. Justice Department and said to be the largest criminal fine ever in the U.S. healthcare fraud prosecution case against um, against uh, uh, pharmaceutical product um, products, you know, the company. So the reason it happened is is because it was marketed as though it was safe and reversible. It was a bold faced lie. And they knew that they were t- telling a lie. This is the largest in history. So so this there will be hell to pay for what they are pushing now. And I'm I'm uh, a little bit. Um, how do you say encouraged by the facts that are they're coming out now? Um, you know, secondly, if anybody is curious as to how insidious this movement actually is, you really need to research Alfred Kinsey and John Money. These are the two men that are behind um, transgender studies there are transgender reassignment surgery or like you know gender reaffirming um uh, sexologists um they uh they're both uh, they're, they're it will make you sick to your stomach yeah when you read their histories it's not easy to find actually but i have i have uh tweeted about that before and then finally um i, I I'm, I'm sorry i don't remember who said this but basically um 
I, I believe it was end of end of night said um, um, in reference to the trans community, it, they uh, they hate women. They and um, what we're seeing really. Yeah, I did say that. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Um, that's absolutely true, and we see that it's true. There is this is the real war on women. Um, aside from abortion, um, this is the real war on women because our you know our being is being co opted and uh, sort of you know exploited and bastardized. Not, not only that, but also too, um, there is there is um, there is a strong ele- um, element of population control that cannot be cannot be ignored because all the signs are there in terms of sterilizing these children, getting them early and sterilizing them for, um, um, you know, through convincing them that, and grooming them that um, towards um, gender reassignment. Um, I think that, you know, to some people that sounds very conspiracy theorist and globalist, but what else, what other um how could you not observe? How could we not observe this as an aspect to what's going on when the side effect, which is sterility, was lied about for so long? And then finally, in terms of Christianity, and, and you know, I'm, I'm glad that um, Monica and um, the other gal mentioned this. Um, here, okay, this is where Christians get make <laughs> drive me nuts. <laughs> I mean, you know, as, you know, I'm a faithful Christian too, and a lot of my, you know, a lot of my friends are here as well. Um, okay, peace at all costs, or peace over and above all, is not a Christian teaching. We are taught to tell the truth in love, and not, um, and we are spo- and we are told to speak courageously um, for the truth, and that is the most loving thing we can possibly do. And when we allow you know, our, ourselves to sort of live under the moniker, moniker of, we love everyone. Um, I'm okay. You're okay. Jesus loves you. Um, you, you don't want to love that person. You're loving that person into hell. <laughs> you know, if, if you're, if, so if, if we're watching, you know, like, um, the, the, um, the church that was mentioned earlier, um, and, and then I'm going to ask you to wrap up in about 20 seconds. Okay. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Um, that was mentioned earlier that it was taking a love fund for, um, transitioning yeah. their child. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, that's an example of loving people into hell. And I'll, I'll let go of the floor. Thank you for letting me talk. Absolutely. Thank you for being here with us. So, uh, Scott Pressler, I see you down there. Doesn't necessarily mean you're still in the room, but if you are and you get a second, go to the bathroom, do whatever you got to do, go outside, take a potty break at the, whatever gas station you're at. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, speaking of looking things up, being hard to find. Okay. Here you go up on the screen for those of you who are still streaming with me. Um, and for those of you listening to podcast world in the space, uh, fun fact. So here's Google, right? Here's what Google says about what she just told us. And I have had medical professionals on this show and in my spaces tell us that it is irretrievably, uh, you cannot reverse hormone blockers in children. Now here's what the God of Google will tell you, right? There are no known irreversible effects of puberty blockers. If you decide to stop taking them, your body will go through puberty just the way it would have if you had not taken puberty blockers at all. This is sponsored by uh, provincial health services authority, uh, puberty blockers for youth. So there's you some homework. 
Go see who the Provincial Health Services Authority is. Who the hell is that? So here's the thing. I had someone else on my show. Some of you can think whatever you want to about his politics or, you know, whatever. But here's someone that you all should go read, like today. Download it today. For those of you and your kids and your grandkids who still think that Google has your best interest at heart, this is a must read. Absolutely. Zach Voorhees has been on my show a few times. He's been in my spaces as well. He was the Google whistleblower. And again, regardless of what you think about him or his per- or his politics, you cannot deny his allegations and his findings and the things that he did give over to the Department of Justice, which God knows nothing has ever been done about it, to my knowledge, uh, in the way of black holing information. So your kids will argue with you and say, oh, no, 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 that's not true because I went to Google or I went to DuckDuckGo or I went to this or I went to that. And like she just said, it is very difficult to find information, historical data. So you've got to come up with a better way to, uh, to, to resource, you know, to source your information. But Google is not the answer. So please download this, gift it. I don't get any kickbacks from Zach. I'm not plugging his book for the sake of plugging his book. But gift it to your kids, to your grandkids, because this is a very important conversation. All of your cures for cancer, all the stuff that's really important to you that actually makes sense, that would make the world a better place. Yeah, all of those things are black hole. Thanks, Google. Uh, So you have to understand who actually controls Google and why they would do that. But then we're going to get into a whole other conversation. So uh, with that. Uh, and as far as Christians and hell and, and all of that and loving, uh, so so the approach that I've taken to this conversation last week with all of my shows, uh, with, with Pride Month beginning, is I just keep it as simple as this. Uh, humility and pride are completely 1,000% incongruent. So if you align with pride with regard to your sexuality or the color of your skin or your uh, voter registration or the color of your eyes or your hair or how long your penis is or how short it is, whatever it is, whatever, you know how we are. This is what we do. Whatever your income, your lack of income, right? Your government benefits, uh, whatever it is that you align with pride. But this is pride month, so we're going to throw it all in there, Right. Whatever you align with pride has nothing to do with humility, and God is the God of love. God is love and the God of humility, not pride. So there, that's how I address that conversation. And yes, Christians should be outrageously loving about where they stand on things. But uh, here's the other thing. We were called to go forth and make disciples of all nations. If we walk into a space or a house or an organization or a party or a nightclub, whatever, and people do not receive the good news, you dust your feet and you keep moving. Some of us set up base camp. In the, around these conversations with people who are just not ready to receive or the soil hasn't been tilled, and then we damn everybody to hell. I'm not saying that's what you just did, but that is what a large portion of the church does, and I'm just telling you it's wrong because God is the God of mercy, and God sees everything. We don't see everything. So that's Absolutely. It. And thank you very much for coming up. I appreciate you. Uh, who is next, Chris? Yeah, we're going to go um, to uh, Unlearned. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I said alpha, then unlearn. Sorry. <laughs> Chris is going to pay when he goes into the conspiracy space. <laughs> so. Dude, alpha, I called on you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
no, it's I'm uh, over here getting raked over the coals for not calling people. <laughs> well, you not know what? No, 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 no. You know what you did? You actually, Fred was like, Monica, yo, this is, and you're like, uh, 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 see ya, bye. And you kicked him out of the space. I didn't no, realize that's who it Fred, was. It wasn't Fred. No, it wasn't Fred. It was another guy, wannabe or something oh, like that. Oh, well, I think that was that, Fred's like wannabe. That's his, that's like one of his on the DL handles. Uh, no, it wasn't. I don't think it was him. I think it was. Uh, <laughs> right. exactly. Was it Fred? Yes, was that Fred? yes, no, 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 yes. No. It was. I bet you it was. Okay. All right. What's no, going on? No, because um, <laughs> well, what's his name? Prodigal was warning me about um a couple of folks in the in the space, and I was like, uh, you know that Prodigal. you know we just gotta make sure we watch all the languages. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, this is the first time I saw Prodigal in forever, and um, and so and then um when he and when he had spoke up, I was just like, you know, I we just don't do the interrupting thing. On okay. a live show. Well, right. that's interesting. Anyone who would like a, I'm not taking this down. So unless YouTube takes it down, you're going to be able to find this. It'll also be up on Twitter unless they take it down. There's been nothing said in this space that could, you know, well, of course, everything you say can and will be used against you with unreasonable and otherwise criminal people. Um, but in this space, you know, I dare say that both, you know, all the above, the only person, the only people that have not come up to speak. And again, if you are trans, if you are a drag queen, or if you guys know of these folks, invite them into the space. I'd be happy to give somebody a microphone. I mean, that's what this conversation is about. So if you think that we're just throwing everybody in, you know, to the same boat, well, then get up here and talk about it. Don't go tattletale. They won't debate you. They're cowards. I believe you. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that, that, I, that I have not made the invitation very clear as I did at the beginning of the space. And so I'm sure there will be some people who would try to, you know, mischaracterize this conversation. But good luck with that because I just don't receive all the false accusations. So, all right, Alpha. Yeah. So actually, um, Fred had pretty much set up the question that I wanted to, to ask because he covered the, the vast portion of it. And that's where that's what I wanted to get some insights to is if we see, you know, the trans and then the plus, 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 plus additions to the LGB. And we see that this new movement is hiding behind already established movement of what the LGBT um, has accomplished. So this way, you know, they can go and do these things like bringing kids you know, into these bars and subjecting them to the, you know, the things that we're seeing, you know, the LGB community really needs to get louder than it already is. If not, they're going to end up making the mistakes um, that conservatives have made, Amen. you know, historically all the time of just letting the, you know, the silent, or I'm sorry, the loud, but very small minority you know, take center stage and then overtake a, a movement. Right. And then all of a sudden it gets adopted. And then it makes it hard for people that are like, okay, I, you know, because of my religion, I may not agree with, you know, LG, LGB. However, we can coexist and we're fine with each other. We just recognize there's a different lifestyle. But now it's like, now you're with them. So how, how does someone who is straight or has different beliefs go and go after, you know, what the trans community is doing or the plus plus community is doing if the LGB community is allowing that connection just to be established. And I did hear um, the, the one gentleman say that, you know, in the UK it's taking place, but I think we're at that threshold where we're out of time. Like it needs to be a global effort that's way louder. And how do we accomplish that? Well, I think it takes global money 
and the globalists have a lot of that. But you know what? Conservatives have a lot, have a lot of money, too. And I'm going to tell you something. Most people don't realize that BLM, all these other movements are global. This is not just, uh, you know, singular to the U.S., Right. And so if you're going to make it an effort, then y'all need to start having some donor uh, dinners with folks. I mean, that's what Gabs and all the in some pretty summer, all these girls need to be up to who are hosting these roundtables and whatnot, getting out public. I'll be happy to join in on that. But there are plenty of conservatives who would be happy to put their money behind something like this, where you actually it's going to take money to band people together across oceans. But we can do it. So I agree with you. Uh, you're going to get behind. And, but Chris, man, Chris brought up like the most valid point of everyone so far in that you already have legislation in place that, that would put all of us in this space, whether you're gay or not, uh, Christian or Satanist, uh, you know, whatever. It would put all of us in the category of being haters, right? Because we're standing against this particular element of this movement, of this movement. And so... You already have legislation in place that would ultimately, you know, dub all of us a bunch of wackadoos who, you know, hate people, which is not true, obviously. Now, before we, uh, before you rebut, we have Scott back in the space. So I'm going to Scott. What's going on, man? Thank you so much for joining us. It's great when he, whenever he joins us. Hi, guys. So I want to preface this by saying this conversation isn't really just about the gay community. I think it needs to start with the umbrella that we stand against the sexualization of children, period. Even if that means it's heterosexuals doing such. It doesn't matter if you're gay, straight, whatever you are. The sexualization of children is wrong, period. And I have to say, as a gay person, it is extremely troubling to me that gay people are already seen as pedophile adjacent. I mean, this is something that we are taught since we're young, that gay people are going to be pedophiles. And for all of the strides that gay people have made in the last few decades, I just don't understand the logic of of what the democratic activists, because I know it's not the gay community at large, so I really want to say it's the left-wing liberal democratic activists who are pushing this pedophile-adjacent behavior. And I think what they're doing is they're actually very much like, you know, these leftists who are trying to erase women's gender are, you know, setting women back. I think that these activists are also setting the gay community back. And I have to say, I worked at an elementary school and I speak to thousands of people a year and even with adults. I want to make it very clear after the Me Too movement. I ask people before they take a picture with me, may I have permission to put my arm around you? I really do before every single photo. And even with children, especially because it's a child, but especially because I am a gay person and I understand the stereotypes associated with the gay people. If a child or a family wants to take a photo with me, I even ask 
may I put my foot, my hand near you. I don't even place my hand on them because I don't want there to ever be an accusation against me as a gay person for some side of uh, some sort of pedophile adjacent behavior. And the one thing that I do worry about, I have to say, and this may be a really unpopular opinion, but we see, look, the pendulum swings, right? As the left is going so extremely far left, I have to say one of my worries is that the country is going to swing so far to the right that it may try to legislate theocracy. And that's one thing that I am terrified of, because at the end of the day, uh, and I want to make this clear, I respect everybody's First Amendment freedom of religion to practice your beliefs. But at the end of the day, I am a constitutionalist first. And what that means is I believe that every legal consenting adult has the ability to do as they please so long as they are not infringing or abridging on the rights of any other person. And notice, I I had to include, of course, legal, meaning an adult, 18 years old, and also consenting. That's very important that I put those two words in there. And so the one thing that I worry about that you guys, um, some of you have mentioned in here is that we may see governments start to go so far to the right that they actually are going to then, when the pendulum swings to the right, I fear how far left, even farther, is it going to swing to the left if we go too far to the right? But I will say... Um, in sort of a rebuttal to myself, I want to be, I want to explain how uh, grateful I am for how you all have been in this conversation because I haven't heard a single person in here attack the gay community. In fact, what, what I think I'm hearing from you all, and correct me if I'm wrong, is really uh, I hear people having a willingness to build a coalition with the gay community that I hope at large is against this pedophile adjacent behavior of having children tipping performers at a nightclub where it says it's not gonna lick itself. And I think that needs to be the message going forward that Christians and the gay community should be building a coalition, or just we'll say in general, Americans should be building a coalition that we stand against the sexualization of children, period. Yep. Amen. I mean, that has been the heartbeat of this space. And I'm certainly glad that you, uh, you know, uh, have taken that, oh, have taken that away from the space. Um, as far as the theocracy, so that was brought up initially, uh, you know, with Tim, whenever Tim was on, I don't know if you were in here, uh, whenever Tim Young was with us, but, uh, I had him at the top of the, uh, about three hours ago now. Um, and he was talking about his concern 
which is your concern that that people would actually swing exactly that far right, especially in some of your more fundamental leaning states. If we have any of those left, I think we do. But I think uh, some of the fundamentals might, you know, latch on to the opportunity to do exactly what you're saying, which is become more theocratic in that they would strip gay rights from where they are even now. Uh, to offset what is occurring within one particular uh, demographic. I have to tell you something, Scott. I'm really grieved, and I promise I'm not going to cry again, y'all, but I'm very grieved to hear you say uh, that you, as a gay man, always knew that people looked at you as pedophile-adjacent. I got to tell you something. As someone who survived, um, you know, molestation from three years of age um, and someone who has been an advocate for people, uh, you know, even here in my state legislature um, who ha- are adult victims trying to overcome the trauma of the murdering of one's soul. Um, you know, I've never, not even one time, have I ever, as a Christian minister of the gospel, as theocratic as you could possibly become in terms of in my own belief system and how I practice in my life, I have never aligned gay people with pedophilia. Never. Like even adjacent, not even close. Like it's just never been even a thought of mine. So I am very sorry that that has been your reality and that, you know, and it grieves me that you have to be, you know, thanks to sniffer in chief, you know, I guess all men probably feel this way, uh, where you're scared to even put your arm around someone for a picture, you know, and asking is very respectful on your part. But the fact that the genesis of that comes from not only self-preservation, but from this accusative place that people would have, you would have been raised with this understanding that because you're homosexual, somehow you would ever do something to harm children. I'm really sorry that that's been your reality. That grieves me. I don't know if anyone else feels that way, but um, Monica, yeah. you know, and and, and it, it kills me too because I've just never—that's just never been my perspective, you know. Um, but what what concerns me though is this is this. There's this, you know, saying in politics, I'm sure we've all heard, which is dance with the ones that brought you, right? Right. And and it's the gay and lesbian um, individuals, Americans in this con- in this country that are giving these other people the the whatever freedoms or rights that they're seeking. And it was women who were like on the front lines, you know, with gay and lesbian and bisexual um, Americans pushing for them to be able to love who they want to love or, or whatever, sure. the, you know, whatever the race rationale. And then for this other movement, this, the, cause I saw the, I saw it in this Nike commercial. And I was like, what in the world is this? So it's the LGBTQIA2, no, QIA2 plus plus. And I was like, what is, what? I don't even know what any of that means. Right. But, you know, but the point is, is it's those people that are attacking women. Right. Like taking away my daughter's rights as an athlete, you know, if she were to, you know, these women who work their tail off to set a state record or world record so they could become a professional athlete one day. Right. And, and they got to go face a dude who couldn't finish in the top 50. Right. In, in his sport. So he changed. Right. right. 
Yeah. Or like a woman who did a horrendous thing in her life, gotten, you know, maybe stole something, maybe committed a violent crime, gets put in prison for a couple of years. And some guy who's a serial killer right. of women suddenly identifies as a woman and gets put in a cell with these people. Right. You know, horrible. That's how horrible and sadistic this thing is. Right. I and so, ask Scott, I- it, it just kills me, Scott, that when, it, when, it, when, when you said that, I was like, oh, my gosh, because it's true. It's wrong. So I want to ask Scott something. Um, so, Scott, since you are like, you know, uh, chief organizer extraordinaire, um, you know, what can we do uh, to bridge, to to coalesce, uh, to protect the children? Because I'm pretty sure I've said that no less than 50 times in this space today, that it is about the children. So what can we do? I know you're busy with GOP things, but I got to tell you, and I'll, I'm going to be perfectly blunt with you. I appreciate all of your work. You, there's no one that works harder for the Republican Party than you. That's for sure. Uh, hands down. Uh, but if we do not get a hold of this and stand in the gap for our little our little people, our future generations, nothing we do matters. That's just my humble opinion. None of your hard work will matter if we lose a generation or two or three to children whose souls have been murdered and uh, molested, maligned, all those things. And that's exactly what happens. You can overcome. I'm living proof of that. You can. You can overcome um, molestation. You can overcome sexual violation, rape, uh, any number of things. Uh, you, it's positively possible. It is a lifelong endeavor, whether you have Jesus Christ as your savior or not, it just happens to help, uh, a lot whenever you have that type of love and acceptance and someone who would wash you clean from someone else's stains. Right. And so, yeah, I'm curious, uh, because I'm, I am here, like I'm at the front of the line for how we can coalesce and whether it's with our brothers and sisters across the pond uh, who are already fighting this and being slammed um, or it's here. But, you know, as opposed to fighting, I'd rather just I'd rather stand, to be honest with you. I'd rather use that verbiage uh, to stand in the gap and, and, pre- and create a barrier between those forces and our children. So how do we do that? You have to realize that perception is reality. And very much like I was saying, members of the gay community feel that they are perceived as pedophile adjacent. You're going to have to also understand that members of the gay community are, for whatever reason, going to think that members of the heterosexual community aren't going to want to work with them, are unwilling to work with them, or are going to uh, put them into that group of people that are doing these horrific things. So I get a lot of parents who reach out to me and they go, Scott, my you know child is gay and they're a Democrat and they think I, I hate them or you know what can I do? The number one thing that you guys can do to be helpful is literally I, I would say or I would tweet or I would whatever – I'd say I am willing to stand with anyone that is against the sexualization of children, period. And then that way we can start building that bridge to let people know, look, we're all on the same team. We can work together. I don't care what you are. But number two, look at what Governor Ron DeSantis and the state legislature did in the state of Florida. In 49 states, it is still legal 
for third grade children and younger to learn about sex in school. I want to repeat that. In 49 states, it is legal for third grade children and younger to talk about sex in school. And so if you guys want to make a real difference, then we need to be pushing for a parental bill of rights in every single state across the country. And that means that you need to lobby your legislators and you need to let them know that this is a priority legislation that you want to see passed immediately in the next session. And those are two big ways that you can help. Excellent. Good. Love it. Thank you. Um, Okay, I have to do something before we move on to uh, other callers. I'm coming up on uh, two and a half hours on my show. And so all of you guys, just be patient for a second. Bear with me. Uh, I'm going to send out some shout outs to uh, my affiliate programs. who I'm very proud of, by the way. Uh, thank you to those of you who have, um, you know, aligned integrity, uh, you know, and reliability with my name. I appreciate that greatly. It means a lot to me. Your trust is not lost on me. Believe me. I don't shill for things. I don't promote things that I do not believe in. Um, I am not responsible for things that uh, don't turn out the way that you would like. But I will say this. uh, Many of you are making the leap uh, over into gold and silver. And I'm hearing from you. You have been asking me for over a year. uh, And I just signed on with these guys a few months ago. And I've been very pleased uh, with my relationship with these guys at Gold Coast. You can find out more about them at monicamatthews.com backslash Gold Co. Uh, You can receive up to $10,000 in free silver, worth of free silver um, or more, actually, whenever you transfer 401k savings, whatnot. Uh, to me, it's just a, it's a, it is a sound decision to at least, you know, uh, inquire. So, uh, thank you to those of you who have uh, actually done so. Also, fa- Father's Day is coming up. So, as you know, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free, get slippers, whatever. I love what Alpha does. Uh, he, he's always like, so use the code Monica for sheets, code Alpha for, uh, you know, for slippers, whatever. I'm totally down with that. There's plenty. Scott, may, I don't, I'm, Scott, if you don't have a pillow code, I'd be shocked. But most of us in this space who have blue checks or not, uh, if we're influencers, we all, if we're conservatives, <laughs> we're shilling for pillows and and uh, supporting Mike Lindell really is what we're doing. We're not shilling for pillows, although there are great pillows. But Daddy's Day is coming up, uh, you know. So I'm sorry, I don't include mo- I don't include mothers in that. Mamas had their day like just a few weeks ago. So this is all about dads. Use code Monica, and uh, you can receive a discount there. Also, Doctor, uh, I almost called him Doctor Zelensky. Hilarious, Doctor Zelenko. My apologies, sir. Zsactlife.com uh, backslash mm. Uh, your health is very important, and so supplementation is also very important. These are very stressful times we're living in. So do yourselves a favor. Uh, don't count on who or your healthcare system to take care of you. Uh, be an adult and, you know, take care of your own health. And one way you can do that is by using my code to bless your family, which is something I enjoy doing. So thank you very much for obliging me with that. I'm going to otherwise close out my uh, podcast. And uh, and so to you guys over here, one second. And uh, yeah, I, I have got some serious editing to do. <laughs> Although I think the, uh, I think the, what should we call it of my show today is we're the rating of my show. We're probably gonna have to move that over to adult, uh, which is fine. It's fine. Gabs is probably gonna be a little jealous that, uh, my friend over across the pond got to come in and drop his language and she didn't, but let me tell you something. 
as Christians, we got to get over this whole crusty stuff of thinking that everything is always just going to be super starched and pressed and exactly how we like it. And listen, this is guerrilla warfare. It just is. It is what it is. It is what it is for your children. This is you better roll up your sleeves and get ready to do exactly what Scott Pressler just said and contact your state legislators today. Whoever is begging and borrowing and stealing for your vote for the midterms, you need to be on the horn with them. These are questions you need to get people in their little public forums whenever they get together to woo you, right, for your vote. This is where you need to bring up questions like this. What are we doing for parental rights legislation in our state? I had no idea that it was 49 states, third grade and younger. So you guys keep wondering how they're getting away with this. Well, Scott just told us the secret sauce. That's how they're doing it. So now you know what to do. You have something legal, nonviolent, and entirely empowering to do. And uh, in your Twitter spaces, on your Twitter accounts, in your Facebook accounts, wherever you are on social media, Truth, wherever you are, Getter, Telegram, get off Telegram, totally Russian psyop. But uh, Getter, Chinese, okay, I'll leave all that alone. But do yourselves a favor, let people know that you are in favor of coalescing and working together right? That this is not about hating on gay people. I think we have come to that conclusion. There's been a lot said here today, a lot of emotions shared per usual because it's my show and I love it. I love getting to the the good, the bad, the ugly, the raw. You heard how real this is for people, right? You hear the, the guilt and the shame that people carry around with them for their entire lives, around stuff like this, and you have an opportunity to make a difference. You have an opportunity right now to stand in the gap, not only for your children or your grandchildren, but for the generations to come. And those of, those of us who have kids out here who deserve a fighting chance of being protected and honored, their innocence is sacred they are sacred little beings. So I want to encourage you to continue in these conversations. Please share my work. Um, you know, if you have to have a disclaimer to the language, whatever, but please share spaces like this in my podcasts with your audiences and your family members and friends, your clergy, for God's sakes. I mean, as we've established here, they don't even know how to get in on the conversation. So share this with people who can make a difference, influencers, movers, shakers, people who understand what it is to come together and stand for what's right. And until next time, uh, I'll join you back here tomorrow. I have a very special guest joining me tomorrow. We're going to talk about the border. She's beautiful, been live on the border for weeks, months, and uh, she'll be with us tomorrow. So we'll also have another space tomorrow about that. So join us here. I'll sign up for my newsletters at monicamatthews.com and my Bible study, Monica monicamatthews.com. Remember to be good to your neighbor beginning in your own mirror. And if you're an American, act like one.